0: Do you draw anything from that experience as a team where you say, hey, we can win despite maybe missing some of our best guys, whether they've left or there's a contract situation?
1: Well, I, I'd tell you this. I'd say just keep your cell phone handy. I mean, we brought in Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, we're, yeah. you're you're on the list, man. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, me Oh sure, Yeah. I, make sure you're Coach 255. I, I didn't get the
2: fucking invite. I ran no, hey, a big six minute, minute mile. The invite. Sure. I didn't get the fucking make, invite. Well, he's no, got God, a lot of sure offensive linemen working.
0: right now. <laughs> tell. I don't know. You might have to convince Brendan Daly that I'm not a shithead. Oh. But t- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. A monster show for you today filled with football, family, and fun. We've got Big Red, the head man of Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, stops by. He's going to talk to a former player and maybe a future one. That's right. He teases one person in studio, Jay, uh, that he might be calling soon for a job. Maybe it's Macon. You don't know. We have a great conversation with Coach. Afterwards, we bring back America's teams. Chris Kyle and Macon go through each of their America's teams from the weekend. Week zero in college football and news around the world. And they give you a little fantasy update. The Charlottesville gentlemen had their fantasy draft this weekend, and the fellas tell you how they made out. And then it's preview time. We get into the AFC today. We go through each division, team by team. We run through the squads with the best odds, all the way down to the worst. We go over best offseason acquisitions, new coaching hires, quarterbacks who are going to have a tough go of it, who are going to have an easy go of it. We go through everything. This is your one-stop shop for the AFC team. And come back Thursday for the NFC and a special guest, Kevin Clark from The Ringer. Y'all enjoy.
0: Okay, mate, give us a hello.
4: Auburn, Maine. Hello. Why?
0: What the hell's going on in Auburn, Maine?
4: Home of speech pathologist Sarah May Stinchfield Hawk and botanist Elmer Drew Merrill. Population about 23,000. We're glad you picked
0: Maine because we need to keep the Maine thing the main thing today. And talk about the AFC. That's right. So, unless there's a team that's going to be vying for the AFC in, in Maine, we can keep it moving. Huh? seems like uh, a good
2: training application in england
0: maine yeah yeah that'd be dope right yeah temperate not too bad lobster Maine's awesome top five a story. lot of a lot of different proteins uh hey uh i've got a layup line for you today it's john hartford uh it's joseph's dream <laughs> just a great great song guys yeah thanks for coming on the river with me this weekend um that was cool uh i got to go alone listen john hartford's dream the cops are out on the river real quick i'm gonna make this quick oh. the, the fuzz is out there mm. and uh my reviews are mixed on kayaks yeah they're on kayaks bro <laughs> and they, they, they they really stick out like a sore thumb they're in uniform they have they're camo like,
3: kayaks yeah they, they're patterned yeah, because
0: well, yeah, you can't see him right. and I'm out there alone and I'm thinking people think I'm the police because I kind of got the police look, mm-hmm. but nah, the cops are really there. And I kind of wonder if it's like a ways situation because I know they have this little pull off like a shoulder of the highway. You can put it around the corner. Yeah. The lady cop, she really had command of the rapids. Why she got to be a lady? Well, I knew you'd ask that because she was. Because I hate to assume her gender. There but was a man. She was and in a, a two-piece bikini. There was a man and a woman. <laughs> okay, no, actually, the lady had command of the rapids, and that's why I wanted to shout her out. So, whoever that young lady is, who's at Hatton Ferry, going through the rapids on Saturdays, getting that overtime pay.
4: I'm picturing a Francis McDormand-looking lady
0: yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't get a, a real good look at her are yeah, they like out Google there because
4: y'all keep talking about doing mushroom drugs on the Hold river well it Whoa. wasn't Hold mean, the Godly, hole, you are just such
0: a fucking narc I wait mean, a minute player i mean you talk about it on the podcast yeah but not during the cop on the river My bad. and it My wasn't bad. like I, it wasn't like i was hard to find i was sitting in the rapids for two hours you need to wear camouflage <laughs> these two dogs floated by me dude these dogs floated by me. They were going right down the river and I got up and chased after them because I thought they were drowning, but no, that's just what they do. (laughs) So uh, just a shout out to you guys. Shout out to James River Runners. I just, I never take the time to shout out the actual organization. That place is
2: awesome. I forget how many people come out there every weekend. And it's like, it's just
0: popping. Shout out to Chris at James River Runners. I'm gonna shout my guy out. Uh, Swamp Kings real quick before we get in the NFL. Boy, has it lost a little bit of the momentum that it had in the first episode. I think we kind of quit that show. Yeah. Like, there's too much football to talk about this week. We're not going to talk Netflix documentaries for very long. But episode two uh, was the national championship episode. And then episode three was like the all our players don't follow the law episode
2: you just said swamp country and i i rattled my racked my brain Did i say swamp country or whatever it is swamp whatever King. it is you're talking yeah. about the florida gators yeah. i kings. was thinking of a show the northern woodsmen or whatever where they just like cops
0: park rangers well when i first heard about swamp kings i, I was about it to was recommend like a show about one the of these dynasty spinoffs but it's actually about urban meyer Sort of. I gotta watch that. It's about half of Urban Meyer. It's about like all the decent things Urban Meyer did.
2: Yeah, I heard it's a puff piece. It is a
0: puff piece. I mean, they spent 30 seconds on Aaron Hernandez in like episode three, and the hard right turn was jarring. (laughs) Dude, it was insane. By the way, here's the conclusion I've come to on Urban Meyer. Tim, Tim Tebow said it. He said, the guy hates to lose way more than he enjoys winning. I totally believe that after this. He's just an awkward guy. After they beat Ohio State, he's out on the field in a leather jacket okay they're indoors cupping people he went back into the locker room threw on a leather jacket to hoist the trophy he just he's he he, you can't take him outside dude i
2: respect that though uh
0: quote of the the series uh from episode one to four is be the michael jordan of college football be the michael jordan of florida gators That after a tough loss I like in the locker room.
4: Episode, episode one, they were down 10-7 yeah. at halftime in Knoxville. Yeah. No spoilers. And uh, Urban fine, goes, bro. it would be 32-zip in the swamp. In the swamp. It would be 32-zip in this, like 32 nothing you at just, halftime? Yeah, yeah. Do you know football numbers? Yeah, I don't know. You're down 10-7. It'd be 32 nothing. if y'all were at home. You ever now, been to the I'm swamp? I'm going to
0: say this, Meg. I'm going to keep watching because of one Chris Rainey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dynamite shout out character. to him. Bevel Conway might be his setup, dude. He's got a nice off-white canoe. He's down there in the Everglades. You know, I love the fact that they were like, where can we shoot you, Chris Rainey? He's like, it's like hard knocks right by the water. I'm it's just like hard knocks? Do. It's like uh it's like no, it's, it's not at all football. Like you like get to know people. these guys? You do, but not everything about them. Okay. You know? And he,
3: I'll say 32 nothing. He might know a little bit more about football because that would be a Two-point uh, two conversion for every touchdown. Four touchdowns, uh, two-point conversion. So uh, he's just saying I'm going for two every time. <laughs> <Not to> say, <laughs>
0: Damn, dude. I mean, I, I, I follow the map of <laughs> how one Mather. could get there. Uh-huh. But,
4: no, that's a great point, Cowboy. That's a great point, Cowboy. <laughs> hey,
0: speaking of Bevel Conway, I know I said it might be Chris Rainey's uh, kayak pile, but you, you're into the motorsports. Did you see that car flipping like 35 Prees? times? in slow motion it was I mean, one like,
2: of the scariest things i've ever seen uh to see how fast it was rotate how many rotations was it this made guy? Ryan, ryan priest, priest uh yeah. i'm almost 100 sure it was ryan priest right. and yeah that was violent dude going from like 205 210 miles an hour
0: incredible it's one of the most incredible nascar videos i've ever seen and, he and it's a out. shame that for people like me to pay attention they have to be crashing or spinning through the air but this was like NASCAR's answer to college football this weekend. This is slow motion here, bud. Honestly, nothing I saw on a, on a college football field can come close the help to that. The spins. It's insane.
2: He caught that leading edge.
0: So NASCAR won this weekend. Look at how many times this thing spins. You think it's done spinning? It won't stop spinning.
2: <laughs> I hate laughing because I know he's okay. That's he's okay. That's
0: that's why we're looking at wow. his Is that wild or what? He's not done spinning. You can just see
2: the sand flying all over in the glass.
0: (laughs) What's he doing in there? Just like praying, just trying to breathe. Ryan Priest. It's on his hands and knees in there. Thing weighs over thirty five hundred. Anyways, that was a gorgeous shot. What race is that from? Still spinning, by the way. Yeah, we're we're just. (laughs) It took thirty five seconds. What what race is that from? That was a Daytona. The Daytona Five Hundred. You heard of it? Um, I'll drive another pace car anytime, guys. Just call me. Actually. Another job opportunity might have come up for me in the Andy Reid interview. Just wait for that. Such um, bullshit, by the <laughs> way. No spoilers.
4: Andy <laughs> Reid's on the show. Big Red. Big Red is that on the bullshit. show.
0: Big Red is on the show. I'm I'm psyched to have Andy Reid, man. Like, you know, doing this, this show, um, you can get kind of desensitized to some of the cool-ass people you have on the show, but when Ted Cruz who is my guy from St. Louis who's media relations in Kansas City. Not Ted Cruz. Great job yeah. there. Uh not the Ted Cruz, <laughs> a different Ted Cruz. Yes. Totally different. I love Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think about it cuz to me Ted Cruz is the, the guy The in first Kansas guy. City. Yes. Yeah, the other Count Dracula. So da- he's like
2: Big Reds right-hand man, Ted Cruz yep. was with Chris in St. Louis. So he set his, up the- his
4: dad killed Kennedy. Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I'm, I'm there. We'll stick stick with that. Anyways, uh, we we have a little connection, and Kyle has a connection, a big one, in that he played in Kansas City for a year. So I figured we might be able to get this interview soon, but when they're like, hey, we've got Andy Reid next week. We got him for 15 minutes. It's like, you know, you get to meet Buddha. You know, you get to meet He actually said. He (laughs) actually made a joke (laughs) because we got this, uh, this, uh, you know, garden Buddha back here on set that I got on the way to the ACC media day down at Pinehurst in 2007, me his and my buddy Tom Sandy pulled off in North Carolina on 29 South. And uh, his head fell off because Reed knocked it over, but it's okay. So Andy Reed was like, I see you got a statue of me in the back of the set there. But it, it was like meeting a deity, man. Like they slide the laptop over and you're like, there he is. Dude. He's in his office, yeah, just he, I mean, it, cause you don't, it's like, in pro football, when you think about the Goats, you think about, like, Bill Belichick, and obviously that that's a well-beaten path, people having fun with him, talking about his personality, that sort of thing. Like, Andy has a great personality, but flies under the radar a little bit. Yeah. You know, he really does. But when he gets on the Zoom, you can see why he's relatable to his players. He's fun. He's no BS. And uh, I might be calling him coach soon, Kyle. So anyways... Uh, <laughs> We're do just it. gonna we're gonna ride it. this thing. I'll go assist an O-line coach. If anybody on that D line gets suspended or hurt day, from here on out, like we're gonna make it a big bet uh, bit here on the show. That'd but, be great. All right, so we got Andy Reid. We have him for 15 minutes. Uh, now, interesting. Now like when thinking. you look back at Andy Reid, and I asked him a question about this because we were talking about Eric Bieniemy. Like, do you need to call plays to become a great head coach? Well, obviously not, because Andy Reid was not a play caller when he got that job in Philly. He was a tight ends coach at Green Bay. Mike Holm, Mike Holmgren gave him, you know, like uh, some love when he was a, in Provo and was like, hey, if I ever get a gig, I'm going to hire you. So he ends up in Green Bay. He's a part of that group that has to make a decision on the quarterback room of Mark Burnell, Brett Favre, Ty Detmer, and Kurt Warner mm. in 1994 in Green Bay. And they, of course, cut Kurt Warner. Uh, but the guy has seen more ball. Uh, he's forgotten more ball than I've ever seen.
2: Kurt Warner, who probably bagged his own locker. <laughs> yes, he did.
0: <laughs> he did. He did. Kyle, that's good. <laughs> uh, should have bagged that segment on Chris Long <laughs> circa 2011. There uh, we go. All right. So, anyways, great quarterback room. He obviously, you know, Donovan McNabb patrick mahomes athletes guys who can see the whole field uh both guys who played different sports you know and that's one thing we touched on in the interview so i think he just thinks on a different plane than people and so i wish we had an hour with him so we've got 15 minutes with him and here's the deal people are like yeah you gotta ask about chris jones and i know sometimes people are like you know in the comments you didn't ask about this hard hitting thing you didn't Well, what is this fucking, is this, um, is this 60 minutes or is this an interview with Andy Reid? Everybody knows that Chris Jones is holding out. So I'm not necessarily coming into that interview thinking, Hey, I want to waste three minutes on him giving me a non-answer on Chris Jones. Yeah. Now we did get there indirectly, but the point is don't look for me to spend five minutes on Chris Jones here. The guy could be gone till mid season. Evidently uh, his agent was in contact with the chiefs uh, over the last 24 hours. Is that true?
4: In Kansas City.
0: In K- it was in KC. Okay, so Enjoying that's a good some barbecue. That's a good start, hmm. uh, you know, but that, that's a situation Especially that thats Especially since the guy really doesn't own a phone or yeah. a
4: computer. Yeah, so true. he really has to be face to face. That's true. There will true. be no he sent a conversations.
0: Raven. Before we get into the AFC West, and that's really what today is about, is going division by division and giving you an outlook on, you know, strengths and weaknesses of these teams. We're gonna pick the divisions. We wanna give you Andy Reid uh because i think uh i think if if you're talking about the super bowl it goes through kansas city and it goes through kansas city not just because of patrick mahomes but having a coach like andy Reid who has reinvented that offense over the last couple of years with the departure of tyree kill now he's got no eric b we'll see what that means uh but i'm sure they'll be just fine so Enjoy Andy Reid, and coming out of him, we're going to do our AFC preview as well as our first installment of America's Teams. Oh, baby. Yeah. All right, here's Andy Reid. Man that needs no introduction, Coach Andy Reid. Kyle had him for a year. I uh, always admired him from opposite sideline. Never really talked to you, Coach Reid. Just wanted to say thanks for coming on the show and utmost respect, man. Just love watching you work. No, my
1: pleasure, man. You guys have my picture in the back there. That little Buddha guy is sitting right there. I appreciate the tribute, man.
0: Yeah. I got that at a gas station on the way down to ACC media day in 2007 on the side like of the road. It. So it's a, it's a set fixture. I like it. Uh, Coach, you know, I think one of the, one of the biggest storylines going into the season for y'all is two new tackles. Um, you know, what led you to make those decisions? And then, you know, like how hard is it as a rusher? I know it's hard to rush a quarterback like Patrick because you don't know where the drop target's going to be. But for those tackles, is there an adjustment when it comes to blocking for a guy like Patrick?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been an adjustment, you know, for Patrick too. I mean, those, yeah. those guys, are they do a nice job. And um, and for for them, just to stay alive. I mean, you got you to stay alive and feel the pressure of that defensive end whatever way he's going to go you know, you, you can't hold on for very long, so you gotta you gotta let him go if if he's gonna take off running. Get those holding calls right, so you gotta yeah. be careful of that. But but yeah. they uh, Pats had to get a little bit used to them. They're 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 real strong and they 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 protect that hash there and do a nice job with that.
0: I bet it's the same thing with receivers when they come in. They're like, oh, we're running scramble drill a good bit, aren't we? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's uh you cover that early. <laughs> that's yeah, that's something. Cover early in camp, so yeah. he he likes to get out and move a little bit.
0: Coach, uh, uh, one thing I found really interesting, um, you know, well, Kyle, you, you ask him about Andy because that was one of your favorite. Yeah, drives. I was going
2: to say one one thing that I know makes that transition easier for the the entire group on the O line is having Andy Heck. Um, and can you speak to to some of the things that he may do that people don't understand that he's doing inside that building?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, he, he played in the league forever, and there's nothing like that experience when you're. Uh, coach in the position in which you played and uh, he's got he, he understands it he, he understands the whole mindset he understands the longevity of the season he and career and um, and then he's a good fundamental fundamentalist i guess uh for from a football standpoint and and uh he he drills that home to you so uh, but it, there's a there's a certain mindset that comes along with the offensive line <clears throat> where you don't You don't say much, uh, um, you know, and you take a lot of the grunt of it, and and you have to show up for the bell, uh, you know, every week, and you're not getting a lot of glory with that. So he he gets that. He keeps everything kind of in that room, Um, even though we had big personalities like you, uh, you you guys, you you understood. And there's a few of of them there. That (laughs) framework, yeah, there are, but they (laughs) they understand what their job is and. And when it really comes down to it, they just shut their mouth and want to dominate you and that's uh, that's a great great mindset to
0: have coach you know two of the best quarterbacks you've had are not just great athletes in a football sense, and they're you know like they're certainly if you you looked at their forties their vertical leap that sort of thing their measurables are impressive but I think for Donovan playing basketball at Syracuse at a highly competitive level, for Patrick Mahomes being a great athlete on the baseball diamond, is that something that you look for? Like, is is it hard to measure the athleticism of a guy who plays other sports at a high level? And what is that athletic profile you're looking at in a quarterback?
1: Yeah, I love the mobility part of it. To be able to run around and still keep your eyes down the field. Yeah, Um, It allows your – your deep pass game to uh, to be relative, I think it's um, you know <clears throat> just a little bit extra time to have that ability to have a little bit extra time. I think it also puts pressure on defensive linemen. I, <clears throat> you have to take certain rush patterns with those guys, and uh, any answer that, that the old lineman can can have to the test, you, you, you want them to have. And and um, so if, if we if we can keep those ends and. Uh, kind of a contained position that's a that's a great that's a great advantage to us i think for the for the tackles
0: how do you th- like take me through i mean it's been some years with you and patrick he's obviously a great processor and he's probably not in in every corner of the game like um stereotypical processor i'm sure he, he you know he makes magic happen sometimes in his own head having coached him for a while wh- how does his head work you know snap to release it, that makes him unique
1: yeah. Well, first of all, he's very smart. Um, but like the great quarterbacks, he, he can, he understands space and he can process, he, he knows where people are going to be. He can, that all fits into his sight, And, and so whether it's through film study or, or the amount of reps that he's had, he, he kind of senses where people are. And a lot of guys can't do that. They can't, they can't project space. And, and see and feel they, um, you know, they're kind of a one, two, three person. That's not how, how he looks at it. And I, I I had a dad that was an artist. And I always say that he kind of saw things outside the box. Mm -hmm. You know, we all looked at things and we said, Oh yeah, it's blue. And he'd go, well, no, it's green and yellow mixed and pop, 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 you know, and that type of thing. So, uh, that's kind of how the great quarterbacks see things. They just see things that some of us can't see.
2: Now, you, you mentioned artistry. Uh, when you're sitting in your office or you're sitting at your house when you're, when you're home from, from the facility and you're coming up with this circus-type stuff, whether it be pre-snap or post-snap, um, like if I have a, a tweet that I think is funny but might be controversial, I'm going to text Chris and say, how does this look? I'm and, a and, he, and he's going to say, don't tweet that, or he's going to say, <laughs> let that one fly. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is the guy that you can text to say, hey, this is the idea I've got? is this going to be legal, and uh, should I present and install this? Uh, and is that
0: guy on the staff, Coach? Is it somebody that you're like, I yeah, don't want to?
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I've got, I've got guys right here that um, yeah. that are great with that. Um, but I've been lucky enough to have some great men, the Mike Holmgrens and yeah. Lavelle Edwards. And, you know, there was a guy, Doug Scoville, that was phenomenal offensive mind that I, I played for at BYU, and he was our offensive coordinator. He went into the NFL with Randall Cunningham at, at Philadelphia, that whole deal for meal. I mean these are people that um, you, know, you know that you they, they explain how the game has kind of evolved. John Madden was phenomenal with that. you know just where where it's been, where it's going and kind of everything in between and it's um, you know it, it helps you with boundaries it helps you uh, with not being afraid to try things hmm. you know out of the box maybe
0: where where you said evolution of the game, and this is something since you brought it up i mean you you would be the one that would know where's the game going you know like ten years from yeah. now are we gonna are we gonna see something totally different offensively and are we seeing any of that now
1: yeah you know when I got in the game, everybody was under center I mean that's a that yeah. pretty simple thing the shotgun was meh. you know a few people did it I mean I, we never got in the shotgun till after our super Bowl at uh at Philly I mean everything else was underneath the center and he I mean, just kind of made it work. Uh, cell phones weren't big. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, know it's showing age here, but it's that, that's the reality. I mean, where is it going? Uh, the sky's the limit. I, this thing just keeps growing. We just went through a pandemic. We went through a bit of a depression and, and, uh, um, the NFL kept growing. And mm-hmm. so uh, as long as we can keep this thing, viewer friendly and exciting, uh, then that's a good thing, both offensively and defensively. And, and so the rules kind of go back and forth. Uh, one year it's for the defense, and then four years it's for the offense. <laughs> you know, the
2: offense <laughs> gets the advantage. So you know, <laughs> you got to know that. how that goes. It takes a few years so, to get answers. Yeah, I'm tired yeah, of those
0: right. videos in training camp showing us where we can't hit the quarterback. It's <laughs> yeah. like a new right. fucking thing every year. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you look everywhere, though, high school college. I mean, at least I've heard rumors that you've got guys that go, you know, down to the bottom of the ranks to find new concepts and things you might want to go with. Have you ever actually taken something from high school?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I took one from a janitor one time at Green Bay. I mean, I'll take it from anywhere. So we well, know. We had a janitor. Uh, it was a mom and pop uh, group that cleaned our facility forever. And then they were game day. And They'd go up and do the sweets, you know, at halftime and all that, kind of tidy them up. So, um, you know, this guy kept telling me, who's he was the owner of the company, the father of the the family. And he goes, hey, you know, I, I've got this play for you. And he kept telling me this over and over. Finally, I said, OK, here's a card, you know, the cards that you do for. So I said, here's a card. Uh, draw up the play. And he drew up the play. And I go, dang, that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> good. That's pretty good. So we end up. You know, we moved one person, but for the most part, it was his play. And, um, had and good we bones it, to it. We, we put it in, and right before halftime, his family come down, they stand on the sideline on the field, and, uh, we called the play just before halftime, and it scored. <laughs> and he starts hitting his wife, and he's going, he's going, he's going, that's my play, that's my play. And she's going, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, sure it is. And that, uh,
1: you know, that's, uh, we'll, we'll oh, take it from great. anywhere. You remember
0: and, what you called it? You know, I I don't. <laughs> Probably Jan- janitor do 57 a, or something. Mop, yeah. mop. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, Coach Eric Bietamy gets a lot of credit for you know um, some of the great work he did under you. You know, he got some accidental criticism the way some people kind of translate. Coaches coach hard in the NFL, man. Like we've had some coaches that you know their their language is very direct, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I want to know what time it is as a player. But just in general, Eric, um, you know, not having called plays with you, getting a chance to do it now, do you think that's something that, that coaches need to go through before they get that head coach job? And do you think he's ready?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I never called the plays. Yeah. I, mean, I I didn't do that. I mean, that was, uh, Mike Holmgren's job. Uh, I was lucky enough where Sherm Lewis allowed me to do some things, uh, up there when I was the quarterback coach and tight end coach and, um, but, and so I, I told people that, I mean, I, I've told owners that I never had that chance. I mean, I have full confidence in Eric and, uh, nobody's had more success here as an offensive coordinator than Eric Benemy has. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm, we talked about this. We talked about, like maybe you need to just kind of get away. And, uh, my name gets stuck on it when you're doing, uh, most of the work here. <laughs> so yeah. let's, let's get you out. And, and, uh, and so Ron and I worked together and, Ron says, Oh man, I'd love to have him and, and took him there. And yeah. Does he coach? Yeah. He's going to coach hard. I mean, that's, that's part of it. it's a hard game. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you guys know that this is, they can put all these rules and regulations. It's a tough game. And yeah. and so it takes tough dudes to play this thing. And, and he, he's a, um, you know, he was a running back survivor, man. He lasted yeah. nine years in the mm-hmm. league as a running back. So uh, those guys normally last three and they're out. And this guy, he, he understands that. So he's he's going to he, challenge you, but he's going to challenge you, but he's going to love you up too. Yeah, so it's, that's uh, the key. Yeah, that's and I key. think he'd be a great head coach. Yeah. yeah.
2: Talking about challenges, last year you guys are without Tyreek Hill, and I know much has been made about the situation uh, with him leaving, and you guys going out and dominating again in, in a different kind of fashion. What was the mindset going into the year? Because I know it wasn't a "woe is me" situation in there. You took some fuel and burnt a fire. In those team meetings from the beginning, what was your message?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, Tyreek's a great player. I mean, yeah. He's a future Hall of Fame player potentially. Here, I mean, he, he went and had a great his best year after he left here, so he's phenomenal. Um, but as you guys know, this is a team sport, yeah. and so one guy doesn't necessarily make uh, the team, and we can't forget that part. So I wish Tyreek the best of luck. I I I loved having him here, and I'm. I'm happy for him that things are going well, um, and, and but the rest of the guys it gives another person an opportunity to step up and and play, and and uh, that's what the guys did. They, they and you know it helps uh, Pat Mahomes also, <laughs> so yeah. but the other guys stepped up and and, uh, and and
0: took care of business. This isn't a question I really wanted to ask, but you know like uh, you know what are you going to say? But you might be without Chris Jones for a while. Does that give you know, your team a little background into like what it's like to win without one of your elite players, you know, I mean, hey, we did it on offense, we can figure out a way we've got this DC who I played for, who can dial it up, Mm -hmm. there's young rushers, like, do you draw anything from that experience as a team where you say, hey, we can win despite maybe missing some of our best guys, whether they've left or there's a contract situation?
1: Well, I, I'd tell you this. I'd say just keep your cell phone handy. I mean, we brought in Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, we're, yeah. you're you're on the list, man. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, me make sure, Yeah. I, make sure you're
2: working Coach, work. 255. I, I didn't get the fucking invite. I ran no, hey, six a six minute, minute mile. Make
0: your, I didn't get the fucking make, invite. Well, he's got God, a lot of sure offensive right now. <laughs> Tell I don't know. You might have to convince Brendan Daly that I'm not a shithead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh uh, yeah that's good coach i got a, a couple quick hitters for you here and let you go man because i know you got a lot to do best cheesesteak in philly
1: oh man uh i you know what i didn't really meet one i didn't like yeah. honestly <laughs> i there there are you know you got pats and gino sitting right there and and uh those are either one i mean you yeah. can bounce back and forth on those and, yeah. and then there's all the little ones. There was one right up by Villanova campus yeah. corner. That was phenomenal. I mean, I, I could name, I really, they, they've got it down there. If you're going to put a cheesesteak out there, you know, it's going to be good.
0: It's you're gotta good. be good. Or all they'll, right. They'll
1: throw it back at you.
0: So, so best uh, staff member of all time. And uh, why is his name Dom? <laughs> Big Dom. Big Dom. Yeah. Big
1: Dom is the man. Uh, he's like a son. So special guy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's, my Ital- that's
0: my Italian son. My yeah. pies on. That's Dom, dude. I that's talk right. to him every couple days, well, man. Don't, don't
1: mess with Dom.
0: Don't mess with Dom. And the last one, did Doug steal your let's go get some? Yeah, I'll treat eat, you to some cheeseburgers. You tre- yeah, you know, Kyle told me you had a whole cheeseburger. I'll treat you to thing. a cheeseburger. And Doug, I used to stand by the door instead of sit in the chair so I could beat Ken Flagel to the ice cream uh, line. So that's I right. Prefer- Hello, does. Yeah, yeah, did Doug <laughs> steal did it? He- did Nagy steal it? Is that your yeah, IP? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they all borrowed it, but that's all <laughs> right, man. It's it's all good, you know. It's all good, fresh.
0: Yeah, Nagy used
2: to treat us to that Haagen Dazs. <sighs>
0: yeah, yeah. Kyle, you got it's, anything uh, more for Coach?
2: Yeah, just tell all the guys I said hello and kick some ass, man. It's been a lot of fun talking to you this morning. I'm glad we got
0: to do it. Yeah, this uh, is awesome. Yeah,
1: no, I appreciate you, man. Love you, love you both of you guys, and appreciate uh, you, Coach. you're good people, man. Most of all, and that's an important thing. So take Thanks, care of those man. babies. We will. Good luck Thanks, this year. Tell ready. tell all,
0: right. all my guys hello. Who uh, tell BD hi and and uh and and ted appreciate it got uh, really thank you for the time
1: absolutely be safe
0: i hate buying tickets i've been playing my whole life never had to worry about buying tickets now i got to go to nashville to watch virginia play tennessee hopefully it's competitive but the ticket part is stressful the game's stressful ticket parts really stressful buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll have. And with the GameTime app, it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. If I'm trying to see the monster trucks for my kids or Willie Nelson for me and my kids. I can find it all in the GameTime app. GameTime is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps. You're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code GREENLIGHT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code GREENLIGHT for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed speaking of coaches that we love uh i just wanted to say this i went out and 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 reeled in a big one for our monday show yeah not every monday but we're gonna have a recurring coach on the show on mondays do you know i heard Have i told you
2: was this a was this a pun you just reeled in a big one yeah
0: Jeff Fisher. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna, I was like, I think he's doing the. We're going to have thing. Jeff Fisher on the show uh, many Mondays this year. And by the way, just to let people know, we're doing a live show. So uh, Kyle, myself, uh, and Doctor Fax will have uh, a small part. In the podcast as well, but the boys in the back will be firing on all cylinders. We're given making the day off so he can actually do his other job on Mondays. Uh, on Mondays and okay. uh, and and enjoy Sunday without the pressure of a thousand NFL games coming down on his head. Wednesdays and Fridays that'll be myself, making Kyle will join us some Wednesdays, Fridays. We're gonna have Stanford, Steve. So just to give you the the lay of the land. It's kind of what you're used to. Just Monday is going to be a live show, Guns Blazer. That'll be a lot of fun.
4: It's going to be fucking awesome. You're going to
2: see a raw version of us on Monday morning, which people don't get to look at a
4: lot. They don't. (laughs) Like the uncut (laughs) version. Eugenics (laughs) Frank
0: Thomas. The uncut version of us. Did you see the Eugenics (laughs) Frank Thomas bit? Yeah. So, you know, anyways, Kyle was talking about bodyguards and he said, I think Eugenics Frank Thomas would be a great (laughs) bodyguard. but. I don't think he he knew that eugenics. Well, we've covered this, but the point is, I saw Frank last night on a brand new eugenics commercial. <laughs> Newgenics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was just walking around the neighborhood, tossing people bottles of eugenics, just grabbing people's wives, yeah, right his, under their nose. We've got America's teams. Yep.
2: My first America's team uh, is the New York Jets. Okay. Because I wasn't allowed to root for Aaron Rodgers when he was in Green Bay. I had to do it really quietly and like uh, you did se- quietly secretively or- on Twitter. You know, I enjoyed watching him play when I was yeah. on the sideline. He was one of the few guys you'd go watch. Now the Jets get him. Uh, Jets are so hungry for a quarterback. Now they've got the guy. You can hear even in the meetings, the the salad meetings, he's talking about having a Hall of Fame coach there or a H- Hall of Fame quarterback there. It just changes everything. Um, people want to root for the anti hero now with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, gets a new jersey on, and and people are excited. I think, truthfully, people will root for him. They will be one of America's teams. Well,
0: it's weird because, you know, like in sports, generally you see these great players who people are almost, they have fatigue on. Uh, Maybe a lot of people don't like Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people tired of him. And, you know, that same person would probably want the Jets to, to feel some success for the first time in what feels like two decades, even though it wasn't that long ago that they were pretty good.
2: And people are tired of him being made fun of, I think, in the public who aaron yeah like
0: they liked they liked for a while to
2: rag on him and now they're like all right all right let's just watch him play some football yeah Uh, well now
0: we're onto the boosters so i'll go
2: number two right so it's like less number two uh the chicago bears and if i had him at one you guys would call me a homer i am a homer nonetheless a city has finally fallen in love with their quarterback um they've wondered is this the guy is this the guy for years and years and drafts and drafts and Justin Fields comes along, and he is oh uh, the a, runner, a, shi- a shining example of what a quarterback's supposed to be able to do in today's game. Um, I, I just think that it's a not only a city that needed a quarterback, but it's a country that is obsessed with explosive offense mm-hmm. um, and and the dual threat aspect of it. And Justin Fields hits on all cylinders. And the Bears, uh, who's more fun to watch when they're playing well than the Chicago Bears?
4: Well, the fruit fly that circle in your face, I'd say, is pretty. Pretty damn entertaining. Maybe he's got not a flute fly it. on his face. Yeah, it's, a it's, flute it, fly. It's doing it's doing circles oh, yeah. around his dome. Mm-hmm. It's Number three. Dome. <laughs> he's just powering. Through. Number
2: three. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is Colorado Buffaloes. Oh, um, because you have to say it that way, right? You yeah. have to say it. They Deion are heads. Sanders because he has put more than a fingerprint on that thing. Um, and they have amazing jerseys. I love their jerseys. Yeah. Uh, I think their stadium and their setting is fabulous. It's obviously one of the best college towns in the country. Yeah. Um, and that place, like like it's akin to the Chicago Bears. If they get a team out there, if they can field a real competitive team, that place is going to be electric. I can't wait to watch the Buffaloes. They do have some history. I can't wait to watch the Buffaloes play primetime games. Yeah. Number four, air conditioning units. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: i'd <mean>, uh, <laughs> go in really early in the morning to get a range session in um a what, what session? at the golf at the at the golf doing at the golf, golf. Doing, doing the golf. golf
3: thing that you haven't hit that step
2: yet in your golf and course, right? uh and i just you know, I get the, the butt sweat. I get the booby sweat. You're the swamp king. I, I just get a little swampy. You're a total swamp and, king. <laughs> and I wish I could play golf inside. Um, and all the air conditioners, if you really think about it, they work so hard all summer.
5: Mm-hmm. They no, just grind it out. Constantly, just they don't suck have, in the hot
2: air. They don't air. have National yeah. Air Conditioning Day. They don't have.
0: Do you know that that's how it works? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, I never really understood how air conditioners work. Give you me know, the they, rundown. Well, Kyle, yeah. I just figured it was like flu. Here's power. how I figured it it's out. My dog. So dogs, I moved unit. them into the garage because they're so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have a young baby. So we moved them in the garage, but we had to put in a little air conditioning unit, a little mini split. I'm a big mini split guy. Mm-hmm. That could be one of my America's teams. That's mm, a you big know, A lot of people are like, this is kind of trashy, but it gets the job done, bro. The big fucking uh, whole house HVAC units, they're really complicated. But you put it in a window. I'll be damned if I don't walk by the outside of the window and I'm getting blasted with hot air. What it's doing is it's sucking the hot air out and conditioning it. Uh, and you're getting only cold air back in. So that's air conditioning in okay. 90 seconds. Okay. So I get a fifth one, right? Mm-hmm.
4: I do listen to some condensing units outside. You know, they got a little rattle. I'm like, damn,
2: uh, you it's just really are working hard.
4: Uh, like are talking okay to the room? air handler somewhere else. Yeah. yeah I'm with you. That's okay. a good
2: call. Number five. Uh, all the men and women that fought the forest fires uh, this summer. A oh, way
0: to bring it home, Kyle. Of
2: which there were many.
0: <laughs> a way to bring it home. Talk about for a sure. thankless job. For sure. for, uh,
2: and Chris, I did actually find out about how to sign up to be a volunteer in Poulsen next oh, year. Oh, nice. So
0: that Nice be cool. Nice. I said
2: no training needed, just show
0: up. <laughs> so if there's a fire next year, you gotta go?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna bring a shovel on my vacation and, uh, and a bucket of water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't check that sir it's okay i'm a reserve fi- firefighter i'm a volunteer firefighter
5: okay
4: america's teams were are starting out with our lady notre dame they what happened do-
0: uncle kyle he died in a fire <laughs> they go they go to his house? Uh, no <laughs>
4: dublin they beat uh navy 42 3 i'm seeing everywhere navy plus 19 and a half navy plus 19 navy plus 20 it's <clears throat> uh, sam hartman Guys and gals, Sam Hartman led the Deeks about 35 wins. Sam Hartman's really good. He's really attractive. He's just hot and good-looking and gorgeous. And <laughs> he's the be- quarterback. Beard,
0: bearded Sam Hartman. Oh,
4: bearded Sam Hartman is just.
5: I got
0: to pull him up. I wish I could he's pull him up. He's a good-looking guy, but, you know, making he Point being. That know, might be your hall pass. 40. 40- <laughs>
4: Forty-two to three is what this was gonna be. Okay. He's the quarterback. Yeah, yeah he's the is quarterback. He of age? Look at Are he him. Are you allowed
2: to say he's hot? He's
4: very yeah, 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 yeah. Transfer from wake. He's no, it's guy. okay if it's
0: a guy.
2: He's a hot old guy.
0: Fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas back in <laughs> Just joking.
4: He's like what Ryan Day thinks Ryan Day looks like. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> he's what Ryan Day thinks? <laughs> at any rate. He is he's 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 if Ryan if Ryan Day had a good looking brother. Yeah. Yeah.
4: With like a nice mirror, maybe, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Notre Dame, 1-0, okay? Run rough shot over the midshipmen. Second America's team's the Commanders. Commanders unbeaten the preseason. The the green light deadbolt lock of the week was Commanders over Ravens had it been uttered on the podcast, which it wasn't. Commanders snapped the Ravens Can I push the segment
0: now? <laughs> it was making doing us a solid, not collecting a paycheck. Uh, that he was going to guilt us about from last year.
4: You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? And he going to put me. the
0: paycheck on the commanders. I, and, and, and then we you were are gonna... a little bit like Rodgers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then we were going to divvy it up but among the But that's your bellies, pay cut. You
4: know? It's $300. You know, everybody would have gotten a little walking around money if we had Shoot put money. it down on What do commanders. you got for the
0: pod today? Not much. Uh, I was going to do a segment where I guilt you guys about not making enough money. <laughs> I like the plan, though. So Washington's won the preseason. You know, That's still their name?
4: Excited. Washington Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. should
0: change soon, right? Because I know
2: that there's some stuff. Are they going to change it? What are they going to change it to? Well, you Pick know, if you, think of,
0: well, if you think about what we changed it from, the R word, that was offensive for obvious reasons. Now I'm hearing things like there's Pick some skins. petition being signed where the Americans it want it back. Yeah. It seems like a bunch of smoke and mirrors. But let's get to the heart of it, Kyle. Who's killed more people than anybody in world history? Hippos. Commanders.
2: <laughs>
0: I it was you know
4: how you I know get I rhinos know. and hippos mixed up when you're reading a book to the kid? No, like, hippos. Like, what's no. that? I'm like, ah.
2: Hippos be chomping.
4: Rhino.
5: Josh did Harris did not wear commander's gear in the interview with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So commander's sneaky
0: deadly, that. though. Sneaky deadly. Oh yeah, That's all hurricanes. You, know, you got the Washington Bullets out of here.
2: You know everybody in their their mothers. Been what do you selling think the commanders this, are using? Everybody in their mothers been selling me on this quarterback, and he is just doing the damn thing. Yeah. yeah, all the guys in that building love him.
4: Five and twelve. Stay tuned for the NFC preview next week. Washington
2: right. Nation Builders. The the airmen, <laughs> the UAPs,
4: third America's team, the twenty yeah. fourth ranked. Two lane green wave, you know, two lanes expanding to four lane to make way for your mom, your, your mom's, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> uh, all right, okay.
2: What's your fourth team? let's get to the fourth is the, one. Uh,
4: Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, they signed uh, Josh Jacobs. We'll get to that here in a little bit the in the AFC West portion of the, of the uh, portion of the preview. Um, Welcome to the hey, show, new listeners. Jimmy G. Okay. Jimmy G, well, Jimmy G could be butt cheeks. I think that's an important disclaimer. But if he's not, he's throwing to Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers, and now Josh Jacobs is there. Max Crosby leading a sneaky little defense. Chief, Andy Reid's going to win the division eight years in a row. Can't win a division eight years in a row. Yes, you can. Look forward to the AFC West portion of the program. And finally, Victor Hovland is my fifth America's team. Uh, he won the tour championship, which I think is every single golf tournament's name in like a movie. Uh-huh. I'm like, so confused. We're, uh, yeah, and, it's, and yeah and then it's we're coming up it. on the tour championship. Yeah, uh-huh. the big I'm really tourney.
2: confused on this, making because he's he's a, a Norwegian, right? Um, he lives in Oklahoma City, he's a poke.
0: And yeah, he, he, made 18, State he made
2: 18 million dollars for the tour championship yesterday, and, and he was
0: joking that that will go a long way in Oklahoma City. That so, guy yeah. went away from Northern European women, clean mountain water and fucking Dude, he went to the women that zach bryan is the economy about. To, to stillwater the above. stuff that invoked stillwater. zach bryan
2: to sing love songs is what victor mm-hmm. lives amongst now mm-hmm. kind
0: of looks like clint black Does he, he does look
4: a little you know you look at his face 25 year old gonna be 26 later this month he's got a great later move
0: next month is he diminutive diminutive <laughs> he's is about he five d- ten. Okay, he's a diminutive. <laughs> that's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Uh, okay. okay. My Jake. America's Dominant. Oh, yes okay.
4: No. Y'all heard the two lane joke? Yeah. hmm Okay. because yep. it was a new spin on the joke. No, that's fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, NASA, because uh, Russia just launched a space shuttle called Luna 25, and the motherfucker crashed into the moon. Oh, wow. I hate to see it. We made it. Stuff you hate to see. Let's fire up the Cold War again, because you know what I liked about the Cold War? Nothing really happened. It was just a bunch of like, hey, we're at war. Let's stick together. We're in a new but Cold nobody War. nobody died. Well, I mean, some people died as a result of some of the uh, surrounding skirmishes. But the Cold War, not such a bad thing. No. Bring it back.
2: We're at one with China. Put it uh, on ice. <clears throat> I'm worried about drones all the time. Okay.
0: All right. How about uh, how about Vanderbilt? All of a sudden, they're good. Not really going to expound much more on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those guys are smart i mean fuck i mean you know the cupboards bare when no sports are going on just yet and uh guys walk in they're like hey we got a uh, 20 minute segment on american teams how about hawaii timmy chang Mm. i pay attention we're 17 and a half point dogs and the line is moving at 18 as well as three and a half wins i tell the guys this is what they think of us as a team i like timmy chang Oh, he he's was actually
4: the coach, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he's the coach now. That's like wow. That's he's like the coach now story. and he and he watch he watches the line. He watches the line. He's on the totals. Uh I love to see that. And you know, like as for the players with low low prop bet totals. I don't know if that conversation is off limits, but coach this is what you think of me. And exactly. then lastly, my America's team. This is the America's team. Bed Bath and Bichon. Okay. Oh, is that yeah. the name? We just changed our name from the Liberty Cuckles to Bed Bath and Bichon because we got our James. guy. I
4: really liked your, your draft. Thank you. I, I really did. I knew
0: you didn't say anything, so I figured you liked
4: it. Well, I lost power right before the draft. They harried. Yeah. yeah. Return so, home to like everyone in my house crying. But yeah. yeah. Oh. But when I looked back last night. Really good work. You Thank got Jameer you. there, too.
0: I got Jameer Gibbs. Let me take you through it. You pull your yeah, team up, too. This sure. is a good Fuck. chance to talk about some something that people actually care about. I'll pull mine up, too. Fantasy football. Kyle can pull his up, which doesn't exist because last year uh, he was he was in 11th place, and we had to save him from from, uh, from the fantasy football. Cuz I don't football think I have the if... app downloaded. Okay. <laughs> we had to tell him, hey, Kyle, you might want to set that line up, big boy. What's my password? But hike. That's right. Okay, so I got Justin Fields at QB. I got Bijan in the He's first okay round. Now, Nolan. I got Jameer kid. Gibbs. I got Devonte Adams. Didn't really want to take Devonte Adams, but I did. What else are you gonna do there? Calvin Ridley, I coveted his ass. Okay, <laughs> ass worship. <laughs> <laughs> there was some ass coveting going on because I was I was getting ready. If somebody took Calvin Ridley, hey, and you motherfucker, whoever drafted Romeo Dobbs. I hope you stub your toe you tonight. Loved him Tom for, Sante. You
2: Loved him forever. Is that
0: Tom Sandy? Yeah. He doesn't even get the bit. He just unironically drafted fucking Romeo Dobbs. I don't know. He might listen. I up. put in the chat room. You motherfucker. I don't think he knew why. Okay, I got Dallas Goddard at tight end. You know, this is a tight end draft where there's not a lot. Honestly, mm-hmm. dudes were taking tight. Somebody took Mark Andrews at like thirty. So Dallas Goddard. I got Rashard White. He's going to get a ton of targets down there. Name's Rashad, but yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Well, you didn't throw the ball. Oh, okay. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Running or, uh, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know who he is. That'll be great. Uh, yeah. The, the guy's going to get some, some, uh, some heavy workload this year. Graham Gano. Saints D and special teams. Think about the fucking NFC South. These guys are going to eat. Jahan Dodson, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson. I'm excited about him. Kadarius Toney, your guy. Bro, I love those three you named before them. Yeah. And then, then I waited for Greg Dulcich. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll so see. I got my guy. And Brock Purdy is my backup quarterback. The truth be told, I was looking at your list to make sure I had the positions right. So oh. I still don't fully understand this thing. Yeah. Texted you before asking how many. You were wrong about the draft order, by the way. Was I? Yeah. I wasn't 45. I was 47.
4: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he leaves me a voice memo. Two hours before the draft. He's like, yeah, so I pick at seven, right? And then like 11, is that right? And then- uh, That'll be 14. And then 14? Yeah. And then uh you so, just went through down- Go through your number. team
0: real quick. There's I appreciate the, the help on that.
4: Okay, I went Stefan Diggs, round one, pick nine, followed by Tony Pollard. I think Tony Pollard's going to be RB1, all right? That's why I picked him. I wasn't trying to win the ESPN little algorithm, okay, that tells me I'm going to finish eighth or whatever the fuck. I'm trying to win the league. Chris Olave, round three. Lamar Jackson, round four. Had to reach there. Quarterbacks were going. Round five, Ramondre. Hoping Zeke doesn't do too much to steal carries. Like Ramondre, lot. Or That's right. Damian Pierce, your, your guy, round six. Miles Sanders, round seven. Kenneth Walker, the third, round eight. Bunch of backs. Cortland Sunda, Sutton, round nine. You mean Sutton, Sutton. Sutton? Pat You mean Sutton? Pat Fryermuth, Sutton? Pat Fryermuth in the, in the tenth i evan ingram was sitting right there i just couldn't do it i let my bias get in the way dude, there people
0: were letting evan ingram let my slide, bias get dude. in the way there well if you look he averaged like 11 12 fantasy points last year yeah it's not that much yeah
4: okay we're tied in okay jacoby myers jackson smith and jigbug get well soon Good yeah. luck this year zay jones cowboys what's
2: the uh what's the deal there uh dalton Kincaid? Break. what Tyler with whom what's the jsn uh I think it's up here,
0: right up here? Yeah. Is it a hand hand or a wrist? It's
2: a bone that I didn't recognize the name of when I mm. saw it pop
0: up. You know, where the
2: talus I is? I figured it was. Yeah, I do. Where is it? In your foot. Okay, good.
4: Wrist, wrist surgery for all right.
0: JSN. This podcast is brought to you by Cash App with multiple tools for saving, spending and sending Cash App is an all in one way to stay in control of your money. But what happens when life takes an unexpected turn and you find yourself losing control? I got a quick story for you. The other day, we had our third child. Her name is June. We brought her home from the hospital here in Montana, got home to our cabin and the plumbing was out. So that's, that's a pretty bad first day. We go to bed, 2am, the smoke alarm goes off. The whole house is awake. Wasn't my fault, but that's losing control. It happens. Bottom line is I can't control the plumbing going out. I can't control the smoke alarm going off at two in the morning, but what I can control is my money. A great way to stay in control of your life and to stay in control of your finances is Cash App. So download Cash App in the App Store or Google Play to see why it's the number one finance app in the U.S. App Store. Good news, the Thursday show we do with AMP will continue 4.30 every Thursday. The Greenlight Team, Cowboy Reed, Fax, Kingston. Uh, I'll pop through there sometimes.
3: On Amp, you can interact with us really easily. There's a call-in button. We invite call-ins all the time. You can talk directly to us, ask us questions, ask us our favorite music. We might even play some. There's also a live chat during the show. If you have a question about a topic we're talking about, fired off in the chat, we'll answer.
0: We're going uh, to be doing what we've been doing all fall, uh, every Thursday at 4.30 on Amp. Uh, check us out. So, guys, now the podcast can start. Okay. What should you call him, Jason? Uh, this is the AFC Jason preview pod. Jason We're going to start in the West, okay? Like, uh, it goes through the West. I think this is – I don't think it's the best division top to bottom. I'll tell you why. But, um, you know, with the Raiders and that sort of thing and the Broncos, it's kind of an uncertain deal. But, boy, is this division top-heavy. These are two Super Bowl contenders. And the question is, and we'll start each division with, how do you think it's going to finish because – uh, this one's tough. I've been I've been leaning Chargers the last couple of years. I think I even took the Chargers to win the division in the past couple of years, and I'm not going to get made fun of on that. You can make fun of me on picking the Chargers, but on paper, uh, they look really good. And, you know, having a new scheme offensively, they've made some
5: additions. Um. All right, so looking at the AFC West, we took a quick poll of the producers. The Chiefs are favored. Chargers, second. Broncos, third. Raiders, fourth. But one person back here did choose the Broncos to win the division. I wonder Aww. who that would be. Cowboy?
3: Go time. <laughs> it's go time. It's go time for the Broncos. Russell Wilson isn't he's coming back. Do you see how
4: much weight he lost?
0: He lost a lot of weight. A lot of weight. So
4: Jerry, Jerry Judy gonna lose a lot of weight.
0: So the consensus his, uh, is pretty. did Chargers get any first place points? Bo- no, the Chargers back there? got no. all
5: third place votes. Reed had the Chiefs in third. I went Chargers, Chargers second. Chargers got all third-place votes. All second-place votes. Second place second place I was going to say, I
0: went Chargers second. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I'll, I'll lead it off. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to put my nuts on the table, and it's really hard for me to do this after we had Andy Reid on. Listen, the Chiefs could win the damn Super Bowl. The Chargers could win the Super Bowl. It, it could come down to one of these teams beating the other on the road and playing them a third time in the playoffs. I'm just saying, if I look at the Chiefs and the Chargers on paper, I think the Chargers are a better team. And I'm saying that because of their defense. I mean, the tie goes to the defense in this situation. We'll talk about the Chargers in a couple minutes. But my main concern with with, with the uh, the Chiefs is the defense. And it's not that Spags doesn't do a good job. I think he, he's actually the right guy for the job when it comes to this situation. But Kyle, with the suspension to Omenihu, uh, he's out six weeks. With Chris Jones being out maybe until the deadline. If Chris Jones is back week one, this conversation changes maybe, but what I have to go by right now is a team that when you look at the drop off from their best player defensively to the second best player defensively, it is steep, especially up front. So I think a weakness for them is what what is that D line gonna look like? And you know, can a Karloftis take that next step? Because what you do when you start pulling guys like Chris Jones out of a lineup is you start making role players play star, star roles. And you know, like Karloftis might be a really nice player, but if you're gonna expect him to be the straw that's he's a the great drink, compliment yeah. to a
2: really great rusher. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: I hear what you're saying.
0: Now, I mean, like Omenahou can be a nice player. I mean, he's out six games. You know, you get help back with him. Uh Uzama, there's some names in there that that kind of have to step up for them if they want to have a good year defensively. The secondary is young and exciting. Watson, McDuffie, Cook. You hope they take the leap, right? Like there's a lot of young guys. But the, the key is, and I played in this Spag's defense, is he likes to dial it up. And it'll be interesting to see how he dials it up when it comes to not having that anchor piece in the middle of your defense.
2: Two guys that I think are going to uh, stand out for for fans this year with the absence of potentially Chris Jones for a long time will be obviously the continued dominance of Nick Bolton on the inside. Love and, him. And then the playmaking ability and range on the outside of LeJarius Sneed. He's a confident player who trusts his instincts um and and then i think just uh having a guy like willie gay willie gay and legeria sneed both in contract years too yeah if you don't think that motivates guys to have a hell of a year you're you're getting ready to see a new facet of this defense that we haven't seen stand out above other things
0: yep and when you think about like playing a buffalo and you know like uh the bills are going to throw the ball around the yard they have a big athletic quarterback um you know you know why guys – you look at the Jets right now, like who they're going to have to beat to go through and win the AFC. It's going to have to be Kansas City. It's going to have to be Buffalo. Two guys that can get your heart rate up just chasing them for a, for a set of plays. I mean, you need to platoon guys to keep up in, in, in the AFC when it comes to the most athletic quarterbacks. Now, one of them plays for the Chiefs, so they don't have to contend with him. But you see a Josh Allen. You know, can you roll guys for 60 minutes and wear people down? Do you even have a guy who can throw fastballs and win? I think that's a huge question mark for them. So, I mean, a swing guy for them is going to be any rusher up front that can take that leap, because that's what they need. Now, offensively, I think they might be better. Kyle, you've talked me into this. I was nervous about, you know, I know Orlando uh, Brown had some troubles last year, but I think he's a talented kid and i think it's also hard to, to block for patrick mahomes it's great because you get to come to work and play with the best player on the planet but you're also like where's this guy going to be we talked about it a little bit with andy you know bringing in donovan smith bringing in Jawan taylor two guys who have had success elsewhere and for a guy like donovan smith who's had success on a championship winning organization playing with tom brady meeting that standard uh and juwan taylor obviously coming from jacksonville uh, good players, probably upgrades. I mean, the way you look at it, at least.
2: Yeah, the way I look at it is Orlando Brown came from a system that was based on heavy run and heavy run action to influence a lesser than pass rush. And when he got to Kansas City, a lot of the run fakes were token run fakes. They were RPOs. Um, and he was asked to do more standalone blocking, which he's going to be asked to do in Cincinnati as sure. well. Uh, but I think w- we saw progress with him as the year went on under Andy Heck. But... You bring in a guy like Donovan and he's so violent with his hands. He's athletic. He's efficient with his feet. Um, And I was talking to Joe Tooney just this past week, asking him about him. And and he said, he's a great guy. He's a great player. It's easy to play next to him. And uh, when you get as many buddy-buddy relationships along the line as you can, and we know that they already have one on the inside with Trey and Creed, uh, you're going to have a
0: lot of great things happening up front. Well, the interior of that line is so solid. I mean, it's so it's solid. as solid as you're gonna get. Yeah, and and you know the tackles they can do,
4: take them higher.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, what with do you arms wide open. Yeah. Creed Humphrey, Creed, got it.
2: Preferably arms inside, hands yeah, inside. True. Yeah, Holden. preferably holding.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, hands to the face there, uh, Scott Stapp. But um, the depth is pretty decent. Allegretti, who you like, Niang. He can play any number um, of positions on the inside. You know, and 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 at running back, I think they found their guy. You know, like. It's one of those things. Pacheco, you draft him late a couple years earlier. Or a year earlier, you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being drafted in the first round. And people are like, why? You know, and then it goes out. But you're like, okay, if anybody can do this, it's Andy Reid, right? Uh, well, it doesn't really work out. It hasn't worked out to this point as far as like drafting a guy that high. You, you pick up an Isaiah Pacheco later in the draft and, you know, you've kind of, you've solved that problem. I mean, this guy runs hard. He had a great rookie year. He runs angry. McKinnon's on a contract year. He's smart. He's versatile. You can use him in he the He's a leader game. in
2: that locker room, too. Yeah. I'm I'm just they have so many of these guys that have been there and done that. Like actually walk the walk and talk the talk, and they're gonna have them all back.
0: Yeah, and 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 that's 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 kind of the core for them. And and uh, you know, that run game is something that's really important. It's become even more important to them. More gap scheme stuff, more power football the last couple years. Years so it's just um they're better up front. It's a nice thing to lean on. And then you've got you've got at receiver my swing guys Kadarius Uh Tony. You know he arrived late in twenty two from New York, and obviously Kelsey's the number one. But they really like him. And you know when they made this trade, I was super excited because this is a guy that like maybe he wasn't as motivated playing in New York, maybe he was hurt, maybe he wasn't getting along with Brian Dable, but like you 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 show up in kansas city and it's the same way with bill belichick and new england it's not about you and you know it walking in the door and it's first about walk the through you're in you get into the huddle and patrick Mahomes is calling the so play, yeah your so. ego is fucking out the door and now the only like, how thing, can i help the only thing because i think this guy's gonna buy in young joker is gonna buy in but the only thing the young joker has to worry about is the injuries and he's starting the season possibly sh- on the shelf i mean like they've talked about they feel good. He's day to day, but we don't really know about his injury. And, you know, the the weakness, ironically, offensively is probably the wide receiver room. You know, MVS is a is a vertical field stretcher kind of guy. Sky Moore, we don't really know. Justin Watson, uh, you know, he's steady. Rasheed Rice, we don't really know. A rookie second rounder. So Mahomes' has got a lot of guys that he's got to throw to that don't have a lot of tape, uh, that haven't seen a lot of success in this league. But if tony is truly a one out there then this offense is pretty dangerous because you know you think about with him all the the quick game stuff they can do the vertical threat stuff they can do uh the gadget stuff you can get him involved in the run game he's exciting
4: week 18 chiefs at chargers in los angeles oh. hey have you ever heard that the chargers don't have much of a home field advantage that being said i think that probably does determine the division this year i do have chargers one chiefs two in part because of that after-buy schedule for Kansas City. It includes Philly, Buffalo, Cincy, and Week 18, LAC. They got the AFC East, good teams in that division. And some of these wild-card teams that that got onto their schedule, Detroit Lions at Jacksonville, at Minnesota, I'm with you. I think the receiver room is bottom three, five-ish. Yeah. And I think that swing player – is is Rasheed rice spending second round yeah. draft capital on a guy like that who's had a decent preseason but man i think teams are going to do whatever they can to take away uh that really good tight end travis kelsey well
0: look at the matchups early this season you mentioned the after the bye schedule they have i mean they go to germany to play miami which is no you know it's no small task they sell
2: out in three minutes
0: uh, it's crazy Great game and then and then they get the Eagles week eleven at home, Buffalo no, no and no walk in the
4: beer garden. No, it's not. <laughs> that's good. Yeah.
0: So I mean, um, you know, and Miami's a fast team off a of six hour flight. Like they're gonna be you gotta be you gotta be firing on all cylinders. Detroit and their run game, week one, if Chris Jones isn't playing, that's gonna be a big challenge. You know, you look at these games and you're like, is Detroit ready? Well, Kansas City's sorting through some things defensively. Week four, they play the Jets. They have corners who can cover. They have rushers who can rush. Okay, so that, that's a team that can give them problems. I'm not saying Kansas City isn't a Super Bowl contender, but they're going to lose some games. You know, I'm not saying they're they're not going to be 13 and four. But uh, but it's not going to be a walk in the park. At the this end stadium. of
2: the day, when I look at the Chiefs, the way that that roster is constructed inside to out offensively, there's no team that's going to walk into Arrowhead and there's no team that the Chiefs are going to walk into their stadium and get bullied by no. on the inside, which no. is which is a saving grace. If you're going to have a less than outside portion of your offense, you better have fucking junkyard dogs on the inside. That's what they have.
0: And I want to mention this. like The offensive line did a great job in the Super Bowl and the two tackles are gone. You know, it's, it, and part of that is an acknowledgement that maybe the field wasn't, you know, it wasn't in great shape. Because if, if, if Andy thought that's the way we could look, like, I don't know if he's looking to, 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 you know, um, upgrade at both tackles. So, um, and I want to say this Wiley had a nice game. You know, I remember when Wiley heard us say that uh, this was a matchup problem uh, with him and Hassan Reddick. And I still think that might be true at a neutral site. That's got a good surface, but uh, Wiley did a good job. He, yeah, he blocked son's he he ass off, and and and, uh, and now he's right up the road in D.C. Now he's in D.C. So, anyways, Chiefs are going to be tough. Chargers, man, Kellen Moore is the swing guy. Okay, like we talked about this on the podcast, you know, maybe a month or two ago. It was like the offense that were running last year was suited for a quarterback with average talent, and now they have a guy with a huge menu. He's going to spread things out. He's going to push the ball down the field. They'll play with pace. Um, they got big power forwards playing wide receiver. They're an exciting team with a quarterback that's an MVP candidate. And, uh, you know, Herbert has kind of had a quieter situation than Lamar, uh, but still one that you're like, you're not giving him everything he needs. Now, you have you have it outside. You know, people might look at that assessment and say, you have all the weapons you need. Like, the passing game looks flush. But if your scheme sucks, um, you know, on a much smaller scale than Lamar, you haven't been doing him, you know, a service. And so, you know, getting Kellen Moore in here is a big deal. Uh, Now you have an aggressive play caller. Slater's back. Uh, Sawyer, who was really good at left tackle relative to expectations, is going to kick inside. Lindsley, Zion Johnson, the stud second-year guy from Boston College. And then Trey Pipkins, this has been their, this has been the ward on their offense for a couple years. Um, It was like Storm Norton.
2: Oh, Storm!
0: And then you know it's now it's Trey Pipkins, and I've been screaming at the TV for three years. Pipkins! You know maybe like the Eagles don't pay attention to linebacker much. You know maybe they're like Justin is a big athlete with good vision. He can make us right, and the right tackle position is not something we're going to pay attention to, but. They could be buyers at some point on a tackle. I mean, I don't know how, how good or bad that situation is going to go. Defensively, mm. it's J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson, one of the best man corners in the league, and you a know, guy that people were like, why would Bill let this guy walk? Uh, not that they were going to change their scheme and play more zone, but they, they decided he was expendable, and the Chargers jumped at the opportunity, and in Fangio's system – which is of course what Staley's running, your guy, Kyle, they're gonna run more zone. And so like, JC had a tough time last year. Uh, what are they gonna do this year to be more aggressive, to end up in more situations where you can put him on an island and actually get something out of your your investment? You need better ROI on uh, JC Jackson. He's a guy who can help you. Uh, Eric Kendrick still has some juice, I think. Kenneth Murray's a the guy they want more out of. Uh, and and I think up front. We have entered the stage in Khalil Mack's career where this is his last best chance. The window here is open. He's on a great D line. For a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about a storied career. These opportunities don't come up a lot. You know, whenever he's up next, he could go try to chase a ring somewhere, but this is, you're, you're right here and you're making a lot of money. I'd love to see him have a huge year um and and go out on top always root for him yeah i'm not that saying dude. he's going to retire but just to get that ring man he's 30 he's done everything 33 he's, 32 he's, years old he's
2: done everything a boy can do yeah dude except for the for yeah. this one
0: Mm-hmm. is that Kenny Chesney thing
2: yeah i think so um some living yeah I've
0: had fun
2: but there is
0: one thing that, that i haven't, haven't done. done haven't done haven't done I wanna know how, how the river Bowl feels. feels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Hey, they picked Quentin
4: Johnston in the first round. Yeah, I have I have just one one draft note for these guys. Dalton Kincaid was sitting right there. Mayer was sitting there. Laporta was sitting there. I like Gerald Everett, but I like Joshua Palmer more as that third
0: receiver. I think there could have been more be, value. Palmer added. could be a lot of teams too, so. right? Yeah,
4: and I and I think that they could have. I think they could have done more to to help I think Justin on the outside by doing something on the. The outside. way
2: this the way this offense is and the way their their injury history is at a line, I think they're going to be just putting as many receivers on the field as they can and having mm. Justin throw.
0: Yeah, you know, a quick game. They're going to be one of the most fun teams to watch this year. Let's go with our number three team. Consensus is probably the Broncos, unless somebody picked the Raiders to oh, be third. I, picked, Reed, uh, you're I went
4: Raiders, Raiders third.
2: I went Raiders third.
0: Interesting. Yeah. There's, okay.
2: There's a lot of stuff you got to overhaul there in
0: Denver. So the whole thing with with, with the Broncos, and we've, we've talked about this, like h- historically play action for Russ, deep routes, attacking the outside in deep areas. Um, Peyton, obviously, more West Coast um, in his roots. And I think, you know, Russ needs to really appreciate the appeal of short game and the middle of the field. I mean, at this stage in his career – And we saw him in the preseason start to buy into that a little bit, hitting his back foot and just delivering the football. Uh, That's going to be a big question mark for me. How much does he buy into the scheme? I think he's still capable of delivering the football on time in the right spot. I think this team could be, I think there might be a year off if he turns it around, but I don't think they're quite there. They lost Tim Patrick. Hamler had a heart condition. Uh, Jerry Judy's a swing guy. He's got to be really good this year. They were talking about trading him. Uh, Peyton said he's going to be a bigger part of the offense. Another guy that Peyton has raved about has been Greg Dolchich, which is why I picked him in fantasy. But he also, was listening it, to you. Huh? He, he was, was yeah, listening to you. Yeah. So Dolchich, he could run that kind of Taysom Hill. I think Troutman's
4: going to see more action than Dulcich.
0: Yeah, I mean, That's his guy. I mean, maybe so. Maybe they're they're running a lot of 12. but Maybe, uh, it. Maybe. Maybe. So here, here's what you got. You have, a, you have a, a questionable receiver room. You have a solid tight end room. And you have an offensive line that's been built around road grading, more run blocking guys. I mean, Ben Powers, McGlinchy, they're the additions. Uh, Peyton's always had good linemen in New Orleans. One thing that's going to be interesting, because we just talked to Mickey Loomis, Loomis about this, is like, was it Peyton getting the most out of the offensive linemen, or was Loomis, you know, picking guys like Carl Nix and, and all your Jari Evans. Jari Evans, like, and getting the most out of a Zach Streif, like, oh, this is where the rubber meets the road. Like, are you picking the right guys? Are you curating the right pieces up front to run this scheme? Uh, and then Javante Williams, his injury timeline is huge. He's a guy we fell in love with last year. Uh, P Ryan's a big addition to spell him, but P Ryan's not a one a, you know, so, how long is it going to go with Javante Williams? And is Russ going to buy into this style of football?
3: He played, uh, Javante had a preseason game the other day. He looked yeah. great coming yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. Also, uh, Albert O had a Albert big o. game in, uh, in game three. Finally uh, unlocking some of that potential he was drafted to have. And um, our, our undrafted free agent running back, uh, McLaughlin, 38. Little water bug out there.
0: Well, here's the thing with Albert O. <sighs> yeah, um, he is. You know, a guy like that. We, we see these situations all the time. Guy disappears off the map. New coach, new scheme comes in. Guy has a great preseason. And all of a sudden, it's like you thought he was this player, but he's not. And I'm not saying that he's going to get all the targets or anything like that, or that he might make the team. I mean, like he's kind of tight end three. How crowded is that room going to be? But he had a nice day the other day for sure. I mean, one one one-hand grab catch yep. was, was beautiful. The guy can block. So there – there's some pieces offensively, but can they put them together? And it all comes through Russell Wilson. On defense, you know, Vance Joseph's going to run a totally different scheme uh, than Ivaro. I mean, cover three, uh, but man up with the with the corners they have. I mean, like, you should man up some. I, I You know, like, you, PS2 is as good as anybody. Their zone's going to be more like Tampa 2 uh, than cover six, which, again, is a Fangio thing. Um, but PS2's great. Uh, you got a white corner named Riley Moss. Let's fucking go. He's a beast. He's a beast. <laughs> okay. Drew Sanders, uh, another guy with an interesting paint job. Uh, <laughs> he's He went to Bama uh, and they had Drew Sanders on ball. Uh, and then he moves to Arkansas where they, they pull him off the ball. And he's like, he, he's just, he's a tackling machine. So, uh they scooped him up Frank Clark is a vet now um Randy Gregory really talented Browning uh Benito I love Browning I could talk about him anytime we talk about the Broncos I think he's gonna have a big year so you lost a good one on the interior d-line to Seattle uh but you've got some edge guys that can really bring it I think that's going to be a fun group uh and they've got a corner who can take people away.
3: And it's k One Williams was just announced today. He's uh, he'll be out for some time. Not sure if he's going to miss a full season or a couple weeks, but that's a big hit because that's your slot guy. No question. And he takes everything away in the slot. Cowboys, no
4: the Super Bowl for you, for third place in the AFC West is Week One. Denver hosts the Raiders. It's going to be electric. That'll yeah, be awesome.
3: it's going to. Yeah, I just want to put number eight. You know, don't give him any room to run. That's right.
0: The Raiders, uh, man, uh, can I start with the weakness? Because I picked them fourth. I mean, like the weakness is the defense. I mean, that, you look at this roster, it is not deep. It is not top-heavy. It's none of the heavies. They got Max Crosby, Marcus Peters, and a lot of guys. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but they're not going to be competitive defensively. Over,
2: leaders. under 75% of the team's sacks will come from Max Crosby. I'll, I'll go
0: just under. <laughs> okay. Um I want to see what Michael Mayer does. I mean, I'm kind of analyzing this, this, this team from an entertainment value standpoint. Like Michael Mayer, Hooper is, is out in front of him, but like he's a guy that most people probably forgot where he got drafted because we like forgot about him after the first round. He was Stanford Steve's favorite player in college football. He was our favorite player in college football for a little bit. I want to see what he's got. Um, the Josh Jacobs deal is interesting because what it means is that. I think, you know, McDaniel's knows he has to win some games, uh, but you're not ready to commit to him long term. I mean, they they got to win games this year. They need that running attack. Jimmy G's foot doesn't look quite right. Um, you know, it's it's going to be That foot sketchy. It's sketchy.
2: Cuz it's like it, you never know. They tell you how it's going to heal, they tell you when you're going to be good by and even after the fact, you're still not right. You still don't want to put weight on it. And, and you know,
0: the, the way they rework Jimmy's deal tells you they don't feel great about it. And then Devontae Adams has got to stay patient. I think this is, if there was like an award for a guy that was like, hang in there, like the hang in there award, it's Devontae Adams, because you get accustomed to championship level performance in Green Bay. and you Culture. Think, yeah, the culture. You think, hey, I'm going to go down and join my buddy in, in, in Vegas and you know, no taxes and, you know, it's going to be awesome that sort of thing. But be careful what you wish for because then you end up in a situation like this where it's like Jimmy G, but it's not even really Jimmy G. It's, it's I got Jimmy G for maybe a year and then we're going to run it back with somebody else. And um, I just, a guy like this, football can sour for him. And I could feel that a little bit last year. You know, he had the the cameraman Ooh. thing, the whole. It's just out of character for him. And I think he was frustrated, obviously. And frustrated. I, I wonder how frustrated he's going to be this year. I mean, if you look at that receiver room, they were talking about trading Hunter Renfro. Uh, he had a downish year last year. Uh, he's going to get a lot of targets, Devontae Adams. But is he going to be happy enough just catching a million balls on a 5-and-12 team?
4: The Derek Carr experiment seemed to be over in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think it's over. Better for better for both.
0: For be- better for both.
4: Vegas, good that they're moving on. Yeah. Derek happier to be in a different Probably. setting. Probably. Probably. Colton Miller, left tackle.
2: Yep. He can be the guy. He's a beast. Very good. That guy's a beast. That's good. He's so much bigger than than you think he, he is. Tall as like shit. when you when you see him on TV, you're yeah. like, no, that's a big guy. I yeah. saw. I met him walking through the facility. It's yeah. like, holy fuck, dude.
0: Yeah, so there's a couple good players on this team, man, but um, they're still a ways off, and it's a tough division to be a ways off. And you stick this team in the AFC South, you might, yeah. hey, maybe they finish second. Oh, ouch. I don't think the Titans are very good this year. So we'll get there.
4: Respectfully to Kyle and our guests, uh Chiefs plus 375 to miss the playoffs.
0: Oof. I don't even know what that means. No, don't do it. Think about it. means it. if you bet 100 $100 you're going to win $375. For them to miss the playoffs? Yeah, Yeah. it's not worth it. Oh, by the way, I've wrapped this up with the AFC West. We've got uh, Chiefs minus 200 to win the division. This is all from BetMGM. Chargers plus 300. Broncos plus 650. Raiders plus 2,000. The best value there is obviously the Chargers. Yep. No doubt. Uh, You know, and if you want to take a flyer read and enjoy uh, every Broncos win even more so, $100 $100 down on the Broncos.
3: Yeah, every Bronco win. You know, I, I say they're going to win the division, but it might be a few Broncos wins.
0: Yeah, you're right. And so, uh the next best division is probably the AFC North. Um it's a really one to, a tough one to call for me. I thought it might have been the AFC East, but the way some injuries have happened, uh that sort of thing. I and the way I think the Bills might slide just touch this year, I think the AFC North is really hard to call. I had a lot of trouble ordering these teams. And part of it, I'll admit, is because I'm in love with the Steelers. Dude. I'm in love same, with the Steelers. See, I had the same
2: problem. I just penciled them in first, and then I finished my list, and I was like, wait a second.
0: Yeah, I got to pick them. I can't pick them fourth. So yeah. the question is, and part of this is going to be, I just plain don't like the Browns because, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to see Deshaun Watson. The Browns, they're loaded on paper. But Deshaun Watson has not shown me enough in the past – Two calendar years, whether that's his fault or not, um, as far as like making the throws that you have to make, I don't know if he forgot how to play football. Okay, we'll get to the Browns. How long does it take to remember though? Like, because this is re- i have never played quarterback, right? Like, I'd imagine it's, it's harder like, than. There's
2: touch and
4: there's. Oh, short! I short
0: set this three hundred pounder. You right. can short set a three hundred pounder right now, dude. yeah. Just get in front of him. But you know, like, The my, rust.
4: My swing guy for the Browns is Deshaun Watson. I got the Browns winning this division. Okay. Top five in the trenches, offensive line and defensive line. The the roster is star studded. 26th, easiest schedule in the NFL. Love the Browns. Love can we the pick? Can, let's let's pick real quick. Browns, Bengals, Steelers, Ravens.
0: Okay, I'm going Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. Wow. Yeah. I'm going Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns.
5: Hot now, somebody,
0: some people in Cleveland are gonna be burning our fucking jerseys. Here, Not mine. But, you know, you, you put mine
4: in the rafters. Yeah, well, too lame.
2: Like I, Chris, like Chris said, Deshaun hasn't proven it to me. If you told me Deshaun was any semblance of what he used to be, I would say they're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, of they division, might be second,
0: and they might be vying for. I an, just, I don't know. Can I? Can I just yeah. say like incomplete? Browns four, uh, Ravens one for me. I'll, yeah, I'll start with the Ravens. If he's
2: your offensive superconductor and you can't guarantee his production, then I, I mean, I don't know why I would.
0: I'm taking the upside on Todd Munkin. I'm taking the upside on the Ravens. I think Lamar, if you believe he is who he was a couple years ago, if he's going to be healthy and locked in, which I think he should be, he got a new deal. He's excited. Uh, Todd Munkin's probably a far cry from Greg Roman. He's going to bring that spread stuff from college, and you know that's 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 a lot that's a lot more conducive to the passing game working for them. I mean, 84 percent of the snaps of Georgia from the gun zone read, RPO, uh, especially inside zone read. And then you'll, you'll mix in some some gap scheme type stuff like power, toss, sweep, tons of play action, screens, rollouts. This sounds like an offense that Lamar can win in. And Bash. the high-low passing Bash. concepts, yes, the, high, the, the high-low stuff against zone and then the switch release against man, like they're going to be dangerous if they stay healthy. And that's the biggest thing with this team. You know, a couple years ago, they they had that injury report that was like six feet long and we put out like a when we dabbled in merch we put out like a we put out a uh a raven's world tour because it looked like a band schedule i mean there were that many injury uh injuries on the shirt but that's what they have to avoid i mean durability at offensive skill is a question okay like Odell's your number one. You're proven number one. He's he he could make 18 mil this year. He hasn't been healthy. Bateman played in 12 games and six games respectively the last two years. Nelson Aguilar, Duvernay, um, you know, Zay Flowers, unproven young guy. He's the swing guy for me, uh, and he could me get too. a ton of targets, right? Because Odell, what are the chances he plays 17 games? I mean, like this kid's gonna get some work. So the offensive line solid. It's funny that was okay. the first
2: time we said that name because. Five years ago, that's like the only name we'd be talking about. Yeah, no, yeah, which is just crazy. Yeah, so I mean, how quick, this shit happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like uh he's still making money, like like it's five years ago. But the upside is a guy like that can give you a half of that Super Bowl. I mean, like that half of the Super Bowl. You're absolutely right. I mean that that's that's why they have a ring. And the running backs the same thing. J.K. Dobbins played 23 games in three years. Gus Edwards nine games in, in 2022. Justin Hill, Justice Hill had an ACL in 2021, 49 carries last year. So. Like a lot of unproven, a lot of can they stay healthy? Um, and offensively up front, you got Morgan Moses, old Virginia vet, now is probably a swing guy. Can he hold up? What a beast hanging in there for how long has it been now? Over 11, over a decade, over years? A decade. So, yeah. yeah.
4: You got to get after some of these quarterbacks, you're going to win a division, yeah. Who's going to
0: step up up front defensively? You, you, that's the whole thing. Like, who's going to win rushes for these guys? They bring in Clowney. Uh, Ajabo coming off of an Achilles. Now, the, the report was he didn't even make, uh, you know, our guy down in Tampa sweat the other night uh, worse. I mean, worse is a hell of a player. So I'm not going to bury him based upon that alone. I got to see this guy, but he's coming off an Achilles. OA is the swing guy, right? He's wildly athletic. He's got a ton of ability. Can he be the guy to step up? And Mike McDonald has done a really good job defensively of, of turning that temperature down a little bit with the blitzes he's more flexible um they got killed in man a lot of times uh with wink and so like listen as a rusher you want to be aggressive you 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 want to dial up pressure but you also like it when a guy just lets you rush because a lot of these guys are young rushers you're trying to figure out what they do what they do well what they don't do well just let these guys rush early in the season and figure out who your dogs are and how to rush with each other um you're
2: saying let them rush instead of trying to manufacture stuff yeah
0: you know you, you you manufacture too many pressures guys don't get reps i also think as an
2: offensive lineman if you've got a group that's trying to run pressures the whole day we can prepare for pressures but if you're just flat out better or gonna give better effort you can't yep. necessarily prepare for that like if you've got a guy just rushing you 70 times and
0: that's the thing and usually teams you talk about with kansas city they're gonna have to turn the you heat can only up even block more. It so many times yeah so i mean I think Clowney's the perfect guy for them if you get the good Clowney because he will get his n- nose dirty in the run game. I don't think he's like a floater like he was earlier in his career, where you can move him around a bunch of places. But the guy's got enough rush ability left. I don't know if I think of him as like a vet in the room, but he's a guy that he's that a can, tweener. In he can add something. Think, yeah, right? he's a tweener in the vet department because like he doesn't have do as I in- do as I say, not as I do. He hasn't had one home for yeah.
4: Do you like the Browns getting Zadarius better than the? ravens getting jadavian
0: uh i like the browns getting zadarius better. same I, i'm a big zedarius fan ten sacks i mean i love, love z smith rocky scenes a big swing guy for them opposite humphrey uh bringing him in on a one year from indy uh who's going to be the nickel guy to williams uh jalen armore davis uh the development of trenton simpson is something to watch at linebacker i mean we talked about possibly trading patrick queen in the offseason It's not to say that that's not still gonna happen. Trenton Simpson's a guy that they really like. Uh, He could push Patrick Queen out the door. Uh, And you know it all comes down to that D-line like we talked about. So uh, I I know this is probably on paper, there's a lot of question marks, but I just lean like this is their turn. Uh, I think it's their turn. They've been through a lot as a team. They were the top dogs, they lost that spot. That can be good for a team. That can be good for a team. That can put that chip on your shoulder that can get gain some experience for young guys I think this is this is their year to win that division
4: Steelers seven and two last nine
0: I love the Steelers no
4: TJ Watt were they fourth on your list
0: they were third here's what I like about the Steelers Kenny Pickett looks fucking sensational okay like they have a really good roster but you run his preseason tape a couple of throws he made against Atlanta were like wow like this guy you know, you go seven and two last year, a lot of losing teams you beat. You do it without TJ Watt. I think one thing that was really good for them is they lost a lot of close or they won a lot of close games. You know, so you're in a lot of close games. That's how this team's gonna have to win games, you know. They're gonna have to be in phase. You know, they they do have firepower, but you know, it's quick game to uh Deontay Johnson, it's vertical shots to George Pickens, it's Fryermouth picking up chunks, it's Najee Harris. They have nice depth at running back. Their offensive line is better. Uh, and I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but Broderick Jones is running with the twos. He's a Georgia guy that you draft, and he's running with the twos. Uh, you had Sam Malu, Dan Brown's your left tackle. He's probably a swing guy. He's going to be going against AFC North rushers early in, in, in his uh, season with the with the Steelers. So, you know, how can you hold up at left tackle? Is it going to be eventually the rookie? Have you missed on that pick? Does he look really bad in training camp? I don't know. But that offensive line looks at least serviceable. And Sayamalu is so well coached. I mean, you get a guy that played in Philly for multiple years for, for, for an offensive line coach like that in Stalin. He does everything right, all the little things. So you add him to that group, he's going to be able to coach on the field. Other guys are going to pick up on what he's doing Other guys well. are picking up on the little things. It's like when Tooney came to Kansas City. And here's a guy I'm, I'm like so excited about. Okay, Darnell Washington. Because we got through the whole offense, and we haven't talked about this guy. He's a mutant, and he got a lot of, like, Mercedes Lewis-type comps. I I, I lazily was like, yeah, he's just going to be your big road grader. It's great. You can get in 12. You got a you got a You got a Darnell Washington. But watch him make some of these catches he's made in the corner of the end zone. Avatar. In, in preseason. The guy is wildly talented, and they need to get him involved in the passing game. I think in the red zone, it's going to be gross. I, I like – I'm so excited about this team. And part of it is because they haven't been that good, and I think they can sneak up on people. I'm not saying they're going to make a run at the division. I think they probably are on the edge of a wild card berth, which is going to be really hard in the AFC. But they're going to take steps forward, especially offensively. Defense, st- <laughs> you got T.J. Watt back, dude. You played almost the whole year without him last, last, uh, last year. He had a rush against Atlanta. He looks just fine. So aggressive defense, lots of man. Patrick Peterson and Porter outside like how are they going to play the nickel spot that's a big question for me there was talk about Patrick Peterson being more of like a Charles Woodson type thing uh, late in his career when he made the switch in Green Bay they used him in a lot of different areas of the field like same thing with Patrick Peterson we had him on the show he said he loves doing that he loves moving around so I'm really excited to see him paired with Minka Kazee Porter, uh sullivan and riley mix into the conversation he's
2: not going to see anything that surprises him from a coverage standpoint and if you know it's like if i'm at right guard and i see a a pressure coming over the left tackle i can see what's happening i can't do anything about it exactly you know what i'm saying he'll be able to have
0: the freedom to move on things that he sees exactly and then you've got you've got uh up front i really like this kid benton this kid's a one gap penetrating guy uh the wisconsin kid we really like him i think he could have a really nice year Uh, So the Steelers, good, solid football team.
4: Chris Boswell, swing guy. Listen up. 90%, five out of his seven years in the league. Last year, 71%. Pick it up, man. 71%. Three kickers were drafted, including the kid from Auburn, Anders Carlson, huh? Real good kicker. Steelers didn't think they needed to make a move. Boswell, 32 years old. He's missing kicks. Careful. Every single Steelers game is nineteen sixteen. Careful.
0: Am I being just... Am I being like intellectually dishonest picking the Browns fourth?
4: You could sort these four any way you want. Okay. We haven't so, talked about Cincy, who just wins the division.
0: Well, look at their their win totals are all like nine and a half. Yeah. Steelers are eight and a half. So when you when you like when in doubt, I look at Vegas. They're gonna beat the fuck out of each other. And everybody's teams. gonna bet the over on the Browns, right? They're like a Super Bowl team, right? The the total's nine and a half. I think it's ten and a half for the Bengals. I think it's nine and a half for the Ravens. It was seven and a half. I got it at seven and a half. Nine and a half for the for the Ravens now, and then and then the Steelers are eight and a half. So I, I don't think it's crazy to group these teams as you said any way you want to. The question is going to be: Will Stefanski change? Right? He already has in the preseason. I saw him do some read option stuff. Like they're they're spicing it up a little bit. Like they're going to spread it out more. Do the stuff that that he thrived in Deshaun in Houston uh, and at Clemson. The swing guy is Watson. I think you know the question mark for me is who is their number two outside? You got Amari Cooper. You got Peoples Jones. I'm really excited about uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah. I mean, I, I I really am. I'm not going to quit him. Uh, Cedric Tillman's a third rounder who could start. You got Njoku at tight end. Are they a buyer at the trade deadline for a, a wide receiver? Because that's the hole I see. You you mentioned their offensive line. Willis is under a little bit of pressure. Teller and Bettoni are as good as anybody. Conklin, solid. Chubb and, and, and uh, Jerome Ford in the backfield. So they're, they're good everywhere. But the question to me is like, if one guy gets hurt in that wide receiver room, what do you do? Hand that sucker off.
2: Yeah. Follow those horses.
0: You gave up a lot for that quarterback. Is all I'm saying. So, no, he can know. run
2: too. Yeah, and Shit. yet <laughs> you can run too. If I'm a, if I'm a coach, I'm like, you can run your little fucking skinny <laughs> yeah. ass out there. I know your legs uh-huh. aren't sore. You uh-huh. Gotta, uh-huh. Yet that massaging.
4: defense is full of names.
0: Defense is is pretty loaded.
4: Pretty loaded. Miles Garrett, Zadarius mm.
2: Smith. He is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's so unfair it's to watch him rush. It's gross. But, but,
0: but this is Jim Schwartz effect of like, and I played for Jim. You're not going to be thinking too much, right? So that's a good thing. I mean, like you can put your hand in the ground and go. You're going to be in a wide nine a lot. Rush, here's the way he thinks about it. Rush, crush, close. Okay, so rush. He always says, you know, your first thing to do is rush. Rush the passer. So you're in a nine. You run straight on that track. Then you crush. So if you get a, an out block by a tight end, it seems real simple. You, you, you got to awesome. set the edge. Okay. All right. And then you close, you know, what closing is. Yeah. Okay. If you get, you get action away, you close, which is the hardest part of the whole equation. Cause you know, like it's kind of coach double speak to be like, Hey, you got to rush, you got this angle, you got to hit, and then you got to close down. And I don't want any air between you and the tight ends. ass. Okay, I'll do both. If the ball goes away. Right. So like your steps change. That's the only thinking that goes in that defense. But the point is, I think they're going to like a NASCAR package, which is what they called it in Philly. Um, where it was like BG kicked down inside, and I was outside and that sort of thing. They're gonna have Big Z inside. They want Miles Garrett it on the field. Just like me in Philly. You, you want your Miles Garrett outside. So <laughs> throw him out there. So you so you so you, you want all your fast guys on the field at once, and I think he's gonna do that. I think he's gonna kick Big Z inside. You had Thornhill defensively on the back end. He's a really good player. Uh, you've got Rodney McLeod, who I had with me in Philly, Virginia guy, who knows Jim's defense inside and out. He can help kind of install that defense on the back end. Uh, and 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 I think they're, you know, linebacker. JOK? Yeah. Linebacker, they kind of treat it like the Eagles. Talkie I got two flies flying Dude, around we me We got people too. for that. Um,
4: Catching two points week one at home against the Bengals. Big game.
0: Big game. Big game right off the bat. Big game right off the bat. Uh Also, keep an eye on a, a yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got a good interior. Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris, uh, Jordan Elliott probably needs to step up a little bit. But this is, like I said, it's, an, it's not spectacular. If you take Deshaun Watson off this team, you're like, yeah, they got a really good roster. But... So the swing guy mark. is Deshaun Watson. If he's an MB, MVP caliber guy, this is a Super Even Bowl if
2: he's just team. shy of MVP Deshaun Watson. But if he's average,
0: this team's going to be average. Yeah. I don't think they're that good. I think yeah. they're good, but I don't think they're that good. No,
2: but relative to his previous successes, if he plays anywhere under that bar, right around that bar,
0: my God. That's no hard. question, but look, look at the AFC. Okay, total roster construction. Take the quarterback out of it. The Jets the the dolphins, the bills, the chargers, the chiefs, like the browns are are yeah. not at the they're going to have to play list. above well, expectations. shoot, the Bengals. The Bengals, I didn't even mention.
4: Mixon, Chase, Higgins. Well, let's get into the Boys. Bengals. Let's Robert, get into the Bengals. Reader, I love the Bengals. I, I love the
0: Bengals too. They're here's, fun. Here's here's my concern about the Bengals. I probably have them winning this division, but I don't know where Joe's calf is. I don't know where it's going to be. Like, you know, these calf injuries can stick around for a little bit. I'm not saying that it's the biggest deal in the world, but it's something to be concerned about. Offensive line, you know, you, you're not real, uh, you weren't real high on the way Orlando played last year. Like this. Gonna, well, I don't
2: know about that. I just feel like they, they made an
0: upgrade in Kansas. They made an upgrade. Okay. So, I, you know, if you look at the Bengals, they start and finish with the Browns. Okay. They got two primetime games on the road with the Jags and the Ravens. They get San Francisco and Buffalo off the bye. They have a tough schedule in some spots. And this is a team that you know every building has a temperature, Kyle, like has a personality going into the season. Yes. This team has has that, and I think the pers- the, the temperature is hot because this team, the window is wide open. They have to win now, right? Like you've got multiple receivers to, to pay. You have Joe Burrow, who still doesn't have a contract. That's kind of concerning. I'm wondering what's going on with that. Um, Joe Mixon took a pay cut. To stay right, like the temperature is hot. Like, they're gonna have to pay DJ Reader next year, they're gonna have to pay Trey Hendrickson. Um, I would say they'd be buyers on Ertz and Higsby, Higby at the deadline because tight ends a weak spot for them. They got Irv Smith and Drew Sample, but they don't have a lot of capital, like, uh, not capital, they don't have a lot of cap room. Um, you know, the wide receiver groups obviously the strength. I even like Irwin, they're number four. Um, Orlando's going to be a swing guy for them, right? And then at right tackle, they still running out there with Jonah Williams. Yeah. So I don't know at tackle, uh, but everywhere else, they're really good. Tight end, obviously, have let a couple guys walk the last couple of years who have been really good. And then on defense, the departure of Bates and Bell. Like, these are guys who are kind of quarterbacks of your defense.
2: We always talked about uh, Bell in here on Mondays because he would just show up and do outlandish things on defense and... You want guys like that on your team. He's your classic
0: vet. Yeah. Who just who's who's sharp, dude. He he knows the game. Same thing with with Jesse Bates, who's down in Atlanta. They're excited about this Dax Hill kid, who I think is a big swing guy for them. He can cover, he can play deep safety. And then Nick Scott's smart, kind of like post safety, middle of the field. There are some places they've downgraded and the temperature is really hot. I could see if this thing's not going well at some point, that this is a, a bit of a spicy place to play. Like coming in the building on Monday, the assholes are gonna be puckered, man. And um, you know another guy you could watch is Miles Murphy. You know edge guy from Clemson. I don't know what kind of camp he's had. I'll watch some more tape of him. But you know you're gonna need you're gonna need rushers to step up, not just this year, but in the future. Because I don't know, you know I don't know if Hendrickson, if Reader gonna be back. Like these are ton of questions for this team. This is the window. This is the window. It's wide open. You gotta jump through it. Yeah, it's already been closing. It's not like it's mm-hmm. about to close. It's mm-hmm. Cincy
4: plus 155, Baltimore plus 220, Cleveland plus 375, Pittsburgh plus 450. So I think the, the best
0: value here is probably either the Browns or the Steelers. I'm, I Steelers are my Yeah, I mean, just fucking enjoy it. Best value. For, Large yeah. number,
2: that means that they're
0: uh, You got votes. it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Okay, so did you guys get your votes in for that?
5: Yeah, we were super mixed. We had two people pick Bengals. One picked Steelers. Who two. picked the Steelers? Yeah, Nolan. I feel good. Okay. And two other people picked the Ravens. That's the most split division by far. Nobody mm. picked the Browns. Should
0: I just pick the Steelers to win the division? No, oh, it's too late. But I'm, I'm I'm planting my flag. I'm excited about the Steelers. I'm going to save this. Chris of excited Steelers. about the Steelers. Excited
4: about third-place Steelers. Yeah.
0: Well, they could make the playoffs. I mean, I, you know, they could finish second or third and make the playoffs. There's not... A, The wild card situation is going to be pretty hard, uh, but maybe there's no wild card in the South. Maybe there's only one
5: wild card in the West. Maybe there's only one wild card in the East. You did seem excited watching Kenny Pickett footage earlier. Bro, I love Kenny Pickett. (sighs) Let's go to the AFC East next. The guys actually all picked the same team to win. Jets. Yep. And I think – I don't want to overthink this. Y'all
2: idiots? Yeah, you guys fucking – Okay. Count
0: me in that. that. Who you got?
2: You guys idiots? Buffalo.
4: Buffalo, Miami, Jets third – Close to the pads fourth.
0: So here's the deal, man. I got New England. Miami trades for Jonathan Taylor. I think it's it's scary. And that could that could happen this week. But is he gonna be able to carry his bags? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a his back, back hurts. There. Yeah, you're right. He's got a bacchiotomy. Yeah, he's got a um, that's no good. Miami has a, a corner they just brought in who's down. They have an offensive line that's in shambles, dude. That offensive line is a problem. It's just too hot. Okay, and you know, like the Jets, they have problems. They have problems, but this Becton kid, he's healthy. Uh, Dwayne Brown at least is serviceable. I think they probably make a trade for a tackle at some point. If I'm them, I go, I go get David Bakhtiari. We talked about how little that would cost them. Mm-hmm. If they plugged in a new tackle, are they still third? In the division because that defense is ridiculous.
4: Uh, I think, yeah, I think okay. probably third.
0: All right, let's dive right into it. I have the I have the Jets, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. Okay, uh, and I thought for a long, hard time about picking the Dolphins to win this division, but yeah. the injuries really do concern me. I mean, Teron Armstead was was hurt already this preseason. Uh, Tua obviously is a guy who can get dinged. I mean, like we have we've talked about, you know, the possibility of like Tua gets a concussion. Yeah. Like they could be buyers on a quarterback. And I don't mean like, hey, Tua's trash, discard him, but what I mean is like they could be in a situation taking a step, but if he's hurt, you know, it doesn't matter. And um it's not like it's an injury where you know he can heal up and get back out there if he if he dings his head one or two more times like this is going to be like sports media and fans in mass are going to be be a lot of pressure off the field So, so so you know Kirk Cousins is the guy that we threw around is like could you see Kirk in Miami like we'll get to the NFC preview later in the week the the Vikings are confounding I don't know what they're doing if they're trying to win or not but the the Dolphins uh they concern me for those reasons the the bills i think could take a step back i'll start with who i think is going to win the division who's better in the afc than than the jets since you guys have them like third in the division what roster is better josh allen no the roster though take the quarterback out of it
2: i don't i don't know if there is anybody more primed for a run than okay you
0: got two you got two running backs both really exciting in different ways. Dalvin Cook, who, you know, who's older but could spell Brees Hall, who's coming off an ACL. Who's You've one got of my favorite players in the league. No question. You have you have you have Garrett Wilson who's a bona fide one. And it looks if if you know, like we we were pulling up tape of Rogers checking uh when you get the man off coverage and just like tapping his helmet and getting the ball quick, quick out on the perimeter to Garrett Wilson. And it looks it looks Identical to him and Devonte, It's like he's found his guy that, you know, they can trust, run after the catch. He can throw 50-50 balls to him. He can throw that ball that's going to take the guy's ear off. And he's not looking and at the at the last second, you know, Garrett and him have this relationship already where the back shoulder is there. You know, like they just have this this uh nonverbal kind of relationship that seems to be building there. Uh the the rest of the wide receiver room is not that great. It's Lazard, it's Hardman, it's it's um it's Randall Cobb, of course. Mm. And Corey Davis retired, probably not yeah. a Rodgers guy. He's like, fuck this, I don't have a shot. He's made more happen with less. And, you know, as a sidebar, Aaron Rodgers, who was really unhappy in Green Bay, goes to to New York. The biggest difference is the defense. I don't think the offense is that much better. If you look at the weapons he has outside in the offensive line, like I don't know that this is a totally new look for him. But I do think it's a fresh start. And I think for him, a fresh start was needed. I think the vibes of this team are great. Um,
2: he's been in the same meeting room as in his entire career, and now he's in a new building, new team, New Jersey.
0: They can run 12. They can run a lot of 12 personnel. It, uh, new Jersey, yep. They, they, Conklin, Uzama. Um, bad, bad. Respectfully. Yeah. You think they're bad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, are they better at – are they worse at – are you a better real estate agent than they are, tight ends. Oh yes, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure.
4: <laughs> hey, well, and and Rogers coming from Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon's bad. Yeah, okay. Conklin's bad. Better than Tanya. I. I just, I don't know zero regular season reps for Rogers and Wilson. Is is that fair? And you got you got Allen and Diggs in the same division. No question. Tua and Tyreek. Tua no and question. Waddle. No question. I just, I think think. it's going to have to come out fast. If they don't improve that offense, I
2: just I just don't see the Bills getting bullied around by anybody or or beat by anybody other than the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait, didn't they get beat by the or, Jets or last the year? Just hold on a second. I just don't I just don't feel like okay it's happen. okay. Well, I, they got I beat by the a, Jets last gut, year. I have a gut feeling. That okay, they just will get so up for this game,
0: and that's fair. But this we game. haven't we haven't even gotten to the defense, man. You know, like the biggest question on offense is this: Is Nathaniel what, what's he doing? Yeah. What what what's Nathaniel Hacken doing when he gets to work? Is he hanging out? He's just hanging out because, like, he's never been a play caller, you know? Like, well, he was as a head coach, but he wasn't the play caller in Green Bay. So, if you think this is just going to magically, like, unlock some magic that he had in Green Bay, that's my big, biggest question. Like, so who's calling the plays? Ask Madden. Is Aaron Rodgers calling the plays? Ask Rodgers, you know? Um, so, anyways, I think that's – You'd let him, I'm, right? Huh? You'd let him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'd like a real offensive coordinator because the thing is, like,
2: at what point does a tenured Hall of Fame quarterback become a de facto offensive coordinator?
0: With Aaron Rodgers' uh, penchant for, like, just burning the house down, I kind of worry about <laughs> so him. like, Peyton like being Manning like, and
2: Aaron Rodgers completely different. So like yeah, when, Peyton's. When 18 went to Denver and.
0: Yeah, I'm trusting Peyton to drive the car, okay. you know, a little bit more than I am Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's not a brilliant football mind or anything, but he seems to be a little bit more, um, what would the word be? I don't know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, you you look at the defense, dude. the The biggest question for me is, can they stay hungry like they were when they were having 17 points a game scored on offense? Because I've been on teams like that, and the defense is playing like oh. like their lives depend on yes. it. Like we just we just used to, you know, you were conditioned to everything. Nothing rattled you. You played like you were down. Now they're going to be scoring 20 something points a game. That could, could give be some 30s in there could give them more juice, but you can also relax a little bit as a defense. They have to come out with that same attitude they had last year. When an offense like, scores- Like guys, when we were down, when the chips were down, I want to be that same team.
2: When an offense scores at will, particularly at home, the energy that the home crowd brings for a defense is so much different than when you're on a middle of a road
0: offense. No question, and their offense is, is, is is good enough to score points the front is good enough to take advantage of a home field advantage that's that's the whole key lawson franklin myers huff mcdonald jermaine johnson quinn and williams jefferson al woods like they have the guys outside they obviously have sauce gardner dj reed uh they get whitehead and Amos deep um you know they have high paid coveted guys at the second level of defense they're they're, they're just going to roll bodies, dude. And you talk about Josh Allen and being worn out, chasing him around. They're not going to be because they, they have the guys the to platoon. And
2: Amos will go swing a sword at Josh Allen.
4: Yeah. This won't matter as much if Broderick Jones doesn't pan out. But how about the Jets flipping with the Packers, 13 and 15, and then the Patriots letting the Steelers come up to 14 to take Broderick Jones? Mm-hmm. And then the Jets at 15 went Will McDonald. They didn't get that offensive line help.
0: They didn't get the offensive line help, but they can still get the offensive line help through the trade market. Well, the I mean, like,
4: Buffalo Bill could come and, and break Aaron Rodgers week one, Monday night. Yeah, Buffalo know? Bill could break Aaron Rodgers.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could break, <laughs> it could break I Aaron talk Rodgers. About that. No, it'd be like Yellowstone out mm-hmm. there. I don't mean the TV show. I mean, when all the tourists are like, let me stand close to the Buffalo. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do have this concerns about that, but like you pick the, the Dolphins ahead of the Jets. You don't have any concerns about Tua breaking week one? I might have
4: late onset dyslexia here. I wrote down N J Y instead of N Y J.
0: Oh yeah, you might. The so Jersey. maybe I just
4: flip flop the Dolphins and the Jets. No, I didn't. Dolphins really good. But
0: Joe Douglas, you know, Joe Douglas was in was in Philly when when we said, "Hey, we're gonna sign eight defensive linemen. We're just gonna we're gonna roll." And I think that's what you, that's going to be the heartbeat of this team is going to be like how much pressure can they get on quarterbacks, how uncomfortable can they make it and how healthy can they stay up front because they have some really great players and up front offensively, I mean we talked about the tackles, Tomlinson, McGovern, Barrett Tucker, pretty good. So like all I'm saying is AVT really good if they can stay healthy. They don't have a full unit weakness. Okay, they have they have a couple spots. Correct
2: me if I'm wrong, AVT missed most of the season last year? Yeah.
0: But he's pretty good. He's a really good player. Yeah. He's pretty good. Bills,
4: Uh, Bills, Cowboys, Pats, Chiefs. That's how the Jets start.
0: That's tough. Tough. We're going to find out about them pretty quickly. Tough. Uh, And then the Dolphins, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get to them in a second. The Bills, we'll we'll, we'll do second. Okay, Bills. I'm just – if you're the Bills, okay, like you've been chasing the Chiefs, right? We've talked about them making additions to their roster specifically to beat Patrick Mahomes, you know, trying to – draft rushers, which they haven't had a lot of luck doing, Von Miller gets hurt, that sort of thing. You're chasing the Chiefs, right? You go to Cincy. There's this other team in the AFC that's popped up, and you get your fucking ass kicked in the snow in Cincinnati, right? Like, how demoralizing does that have to be to be like, not only are we a ways away, this isn't even the team in the AFC. What happened over the last year or two? And, you know, when it comes to the Bills and the offense, Ken Dorsey has had this offseason where it seems like nobody likes him. Uh, Diggs is upset. Josh Allen, late in the season last year, had the UCL thing. He was dinged up. Um, He kind of regressed a little bit, went back to some of his old habits. Like, I just don't feel like this team is primed to take a step forward. I think they're good. I think they're going to be players. Uh, but all that stuff kind of makes me worried. I mean, I think Sean McDermott's seat is as hot as anybody in the NFL going into the season. And so, you know, you add Kincaid, you get more 12 personnel out of that because you got, I love that addition. Yeah. You got Kincaid, you got Dawson Knox, you got Diggs, you got Davis, you got. Well, the names get less recognizable. So Throw as many outside. big so fucking athletes on the field as you can.
2: Damien Harris to
4: supplement James Cook.
0: hmm James Cook's under a lot of pressure.
4: They got to fix one thing, which is why I like it. You get to focus on one thing. That's red zone offense. seems mm-hmm. when they get down there near the goal line, it was a lot of throwing and a lot of incompletions. No question. Like you shore some of that
2: up. Too many small guys trying to make plays in short well, areas. You, you got to big teams, guys. In of short all the areas. teams
0: that you think like would would play well in the red zone, you would think the Bills with the quarterback that they have. But the offensive line is built more as a passing unit. You know, it's, it's, it's built more as a team. You know, the way the Broncos are building it, they're like, we want these road graders. They like guys who can, who can.
2: It's a standard Aaron Cromer, spread guys out who like to yeah.
0: punch and pass protect. Yep, yep. And so I think defensively, the big question is gonna be, uh, you know, what they look like without Leslie Frazier calling the plays, he's taking a break or whatever it is. Um, and you get Poirier <sighs> back on a, a team friendly deal. Uh, Taron Johnson's a great nickel, but he's not great outside. So, the corner, the corner situation has been like a thing for them. Corner and pass rush. Can you it's stop amazing. the
4: run. Huh? Can you stop the run?
0: Can you stop the run? Which I think they're going to be able to stop the run.
4: Puna Ford.
0: Yep. You, you, you look at you look at their rushers. If if you can't generate cr- pressure with 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 Von Miller, I'm wondering who it's going to be. You know, um, there are other names there. There are people there that they like. Rousseau. rousseau rousseau's a, a pretty good rusher leonard floyd's a swing guy for me like leonard floyd i, I thought that was a steal snag at him uh and the dt's are deep but no stars you know you got ed oliver you talk about puna ford you talk about some of these guys who who are good players in both phases but they're not like stars where you know uh you got to worry about them you got to circle them so that's my biggest concern and then termaine edmonds is gone so who's going to fill that void? Uh, Matt Milano, he's obviously just great play player. Two spots. He's going to play two spots. I wish I had two Matt Milanos.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember you said you were watching him with Waylon, and you were like, "This is how you play
0: football." Well, no. If I ever want to introduce my kid to the game of football, there I'm just going to I'm going to lock him in a dark room with Matt Milano on a projector for like 24 hours. That's his darkness for tree. That's his inundation. You know, everything's going to look like uh, like a gap to shoot. You know, he's just going to be. You sliced know, slicing through the kitchen by the by the countertop. But you can sta- you know,
2: in all seriousness, you can stack a guy like Milano behind two guys on the front line that are not dominant, and Milano can make you right more often than not.
0: So all I'm saying, Kyle, is they're a good team. You take Josh Allen off this team again. That's the way I look at things. Like this roster is not special. So I mean, the, the 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 Bills are going to be. But Josh in it. is. Josh is special, but he's got He he can't. Hopefully his
2: arm's healthy. Hopefully he's in the right mindset. I'm sure he's
0: healthy. I'm sure he's in the right mindset. But at some point, do you wonder if, like, not having Brian Dable is, like, a delayed onset thing? You know, it's like, hey, your first year with Ken Dorsey, that first game they threw the ball a million times, racked up a bunch of yards. I think it was against the Rams. And you're like, oh, they're going to roll. Well, you know, the year goes on, and really good offenses. They morph. They change. You know, Chiefs are one. Chiefs defense has been that. Good units, like – good coordinators they 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 dream things up and they get the most out of their players like i just don't know this year if you're going to see a little bit of a step back so that's my only concern with with the bills
4: a little bit of a step back from 13 and 3 sure. 17 games could still be 11 and 6.
0: it could be you think that wins that division oh yeah
4: okay i think they're all stacked Very. you think close 11 up. wins the afc yeah. East? okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so know,
0: the dolphins the man the, the whole question is going to be can two stay healthy because If two is healthy, they're going to be in it, right? They're going to be in it. They have a really good roster. They, they all they did is they just went out and got faster, like they're like, uh, more speed. You know, chosen Anderson, Al Davis, which drafted, is the game that they're picked for, him. Al Davis is for just big, fast yeah, guys. Yeah, let me say, they don't care right. if they're big though, they just want fast yeah, guys. Speed chosen Anderson, who's who, be careful if you're playing him on grids, his name is chosen Anderson, not Robbie Anderson. They chose him come down to South Beach, as well as Devin A. Chain, It's a uh, kid from now. Texas A&M. Is it Robbie Chosen? Robbie Chosen. Uh, Robbie Chosen. Robbie, Robbie Chosen. Chosen. Yeah. So- uh, Devin
4: A. Chain's awesome. He was awesome at Texas A&M. Yeah, guy's, awesome.
0: Guy's fucking fast. And so you add him to that group. Tight end is like a glaring weakness and another team that probably would be a buyer at the trade deadline if there's somebody like a, uh, a Zach Ertz or one of these guys that we've talked about as possibly being uh, trade trade candidates. Um, offensive line, as I said, weakness, man. Eichenberg is the fish. Feeney or Jones could probably push him. Uh, Armstead was, was hurt just a couple weeks ago. Austin Jackson's a swing guy as well. The kid from USC is going to play tackle. So the whole key there is going to be just like, can speed overcome the lack of physicality you have on that offense? Because that is not a physical offense at all not outside not inside uh and it's a quarterback who you got to keep up right
4: mike white now the backup in miami
0: Mike white mike white now defensively they're pretty good and your boy fangio who you love i love Fangio, is there uh and it's all about keeping everything in front of you
4: a team that has rostered eli apple has never won the super bowl
2: (laughs) the uh The mantra is bend but don't break with Vic Fangio. Exactly. And you would see teams cross the 50 and you'd be like, fuck. They get inside the 30, shit. And then they get in the red zone and then there would be a big pick or they'd be a big sack fumble. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's your ball. Vic Fangio always calm and always gets the most out of his guys.
0: Well, here's the thing about- multiple looks. Here's the thing about complimentary football and like knowing who you are is like they're going to score, right? You don't want teams getting things back quickly. I mean, if you can make a team earn it over a 10, 12 play drive and you got a two touchdown lead and you got all those fast guys on offense, that's a motherfucker to contend with. And so they're just going to make people beat them honest. I think this team's really good. Just got to hit fairways and greens. And I the think rest this, will take I, care of it. I think this team's good. You know, you, they're going to want to see more out of Bradley Chubb, right? They gave up a lot for him. Um, you know they, they've got Jalen Phillips, who I absolutely love. What a beast!
2: Nice guy too. We met him Great at the waste guy. management.
0: Fucking love that guy. So awesome, awesome talent. Christian Wilkins, Christian Wilkins up front. Um, you've got guys on the on the back end. You know I love Javon Holland. I love Xavier Howard. Cater Kohu, mm-hmm. who's been really good for them uh, at nickel uh, as a rookie. Eli Apple, who's never been rostered on a Super Bowl team, but he's good in run support. You know, so, like, I think sometimes some of these corners get so beleaguered in the public eye that Eli Apple just became this negative popular sensation, right? But he's going to be serviceable, but he's not Jalen Ramsey. And you might get Jalen Ramsey back later in the year and all that. But like, like imagine all the stuff baby. they're going
2: to be able to do defensively with coverage? and oh, it's-
0: it's like Vic is back there licking his job. And that's what the thing. He's got you, rushers and covers. When you have two guys that can take somebody away, it's it's just, it compounds. And in, two guys
2: that can get after the quarterback. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So we'll see when they get Jalen Ramsey back. But I think this team has a nice year and finishes second or third in the AFCs. But a playoff team, probably. Um, Patriots, man, I, I think the, the, the big question, they're more macro questions with the Patriots. Like how mm-hmm. much longer has Bill got? I don't mean on the earth i mean uh in new england it yeah, was kind of a dark statement but you know like another thing you got to pay attention to is they have kept gerard mayo in the building okay like just just keep an eye on gerard mayo to be the heir apparent in a couple of years i'd love to see gerard guy from my draft class uh virginia guy kegatan high school uh went to tennessee you got it Fucking made a big big mistake we'll see you this weekend um but the Mayo watch is something to keep an eye on. Can Bill O'Brien save the day? I mean, is that that's the whole thing. I mean, like there was a point last year where you got people screaming for this other quarterback. You got Mac Jones, you got, what the, what's the kid's name? Bailey Zappi. Him. Ba- Bailey Zappi, I forgot him already. But people really nice player, him. but that's how bad things were that you had two, you had a special teams coach and a defensive coordinator calling plays, and this Bailey Zappi kid looked like Drew Bledsoe out there, and people are calling for Mac Jones's head. Well, Bill O'Brien could save the day because he, he's going to bring that Bama scheme. He's going to have pro elements with tight end usage. They had Gasecki. They've got Hunter Henry, who they want more out of. They're going to run their gap scheme stuff they love, the powers, the whams, the traps. They
2: got Zeke.
0: They got Zeke in the red zone, play action pass. Spread elements are all pre-snap, so you get your RPO, your quick game, your zone run, and then they'll come back to the middle of the field, which I think you know they were a little bit too vertical last year. I'm excited to see Bill and Mac. I actually like Mac. I don't think I would like him as a human being because he seems to want to
2: slide. Down he seems
0: to want to slide. I think if I've like met him, he might, Kayla, he might Nancy Kerrigan me. But but as a quarterback, I don't think he's as bad as people were making him out to be last year. And I think the, the, the wide receiver group is average, but I'm excited about Juju. I think Juju and Bill is a nice marriage. Some of the gadgets they'll use, he loves to block. He's physical. Um... They don't make a lot of in-season trades, though. Okay, like the last one for wide receiver they made was Mohamed Sanu. Okay, so I don't think Bill's like, let's run that back. <laughs> Godwin is a guy, though, that I could see being a perfect Patriot oh, yeah. if he's hanging around at the deadline. Uh, Stevenson, Zeke Elliott in the backfield. You need to fix the right tackle position. Um, you know, that's Riley Reif, Uh, And Cole Strange probably could, uh, could take the jump this year, and they'll be real happy with that. Uh, defensively. No, Jack Jones, Christian Christian Gonzalez has to be a hit. I like yeah. that guy. A like lot. right away, you it's know. Let's go ducks. Yeah, uh, and Jabril Peppers has looked great. He's taken a step in year two there. You got rushers up front, Uche and Judon, and look out for Keon White. Okay, I I don't know how he's played the rest of the preseason, but I've liked some some stuff I've seen from him. He's a big physical guy from Georgia Tech who just looks like a 1990s defensive lineman that Bill would love. He can do a lot of different things. So I think he's a solid football team. You know, they're just in the wrong division. And the Patriots fans are just,
2: they're looking for a, a, a renaissance here. They just want to get back into contention and be competitive. Just want to be in the playoffs. Yeah, they just want something Just to want to be in the dance. About. Yeah.
4: They're plus 800 to win the division. Bills plus 120, Jets plus 250, Dolphins plus 300. That's up
0: there with the Texans. As far as like steep odds. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got you've got the Bills plus 125, Jets plus 250. You said Dolphins plus 300. I think the biggest value here is probably the Dolphins or the Jets. Um, but even the division winner is plus money here. There's something, yep. to, something to be said for that. So the AFC East, really good division. Hard to say I was going to shake out. It's not quite the AFC North, but it's tough. Okay, let's finish with the AFC South here. Uh, by the way, did you guys put your AFC East votes in?
5: Yeah, we had Jets first, Bills second, Dolphins third, Pats fourth. No surprises. No surprises. On the AFC South, only one surprise. Everybody went Jags first, Titans second. But we actually picked the Texans to go third rather than the Colts.
0: Interesting. I want to pick the Titans third so badly because I just think that offensive line is such a dumpster fire. Ryan uh, Tannehill is like a lame duck quarterback right now. Uh, Malik Willis is pushing him. I don't know if the DeAndre Hopkins thing is going to work out great. I mean, like, he's going to be fine. But is that going to be the thing that puts you over the edge? Um, I really worry about some of the the things that they had going the last couple of years that 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 might not get going this year because of that offensive line. Like, that offensive line is a problem. Uh, the Dolphins, the Titans, we talk about their O lines. Uh, these are things that can hold a team back. I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go Jags. I thought hard about putting the Texans second, but I think I'm going to leave them third. I'm going to go Titans two, Texans third, Colts fourth. Uh, but there is reason to believe that the Colts could be a pain in the ass to play at times. If if Richardson is halfway decent this year, I mean, this is a team that over the last couple of years, they were contenders. I mean, I... Maybe not like a team that could win the Super Bowl, but they're gonna be there. So a lot of one score games. Yeah, a lot of one-score games. A lot of you know, they were in the playoffs fairly recently. So I'm not saying they're a terrible team, but the 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 decision to start Anthony Richardson, I'm just wondering what it says. Because I thought for sure we'd see Gardner Minshew trot out week one. Um starting with the Jags, man. I think the Jags are a team that somehow are going to sneak up on people this year i think they've got an opportunity to go way over their win total we looked at the win totals i think of any team that nobody's expecting to win 13 14 games this could be the team their total is like nine and a half they are pretty damn good they add calvin ridley and it's a good problem to have like who's your number one you got Mar. you you lose marvin jones to detroit but you got christian kirk and all these guys but Calvin Ridley is that good. Like nobody really watched him play in Atlanta except like football fans. Uh this guy is a star. Obviously, he took his licks uh on the the Winbet app uh, and now he's back with us. So uh you had Brent Strange, who's really an inline guy uh in the second, but he's tough, he's athletic at tight end, and then top 10 and 12 personnel last year. So you're gonna you're gonna see some heavier packages from them. The offensive line is better. That, you know, in the, in the pass game than the run game. Uh, and they lost Shawan Taylor to Kansas City. Walker Little's probably the swing guy um, at right tackle. Um, and I'm just excited to see the the steps this team takes. That fucking win in the playoffs affects this season more than you think. You lose that game, that's the last bit of football you played. Now you could say how bad taste in our mouths we want to go, but like getting fucking drug. On national tv in the playoffs at home would have been a bad way to go in the offseason just to beat the chargers just to play one more just to to go to arrowhead and go toe-to-toe with those guys yep. once i mean they
2: get to experience that
0: like this team grew up man this team grew up and to have a, a coach like doug peterson who's won a super bowl like he can say hey guys trust me
2: and the year-to-year growth for trevor lawrence and uh, Dougie P and the way they're going to be continuing to work together. I mean, the offense is just going to continue to get better and better and better. Yep. Yep. More comfortable. And it will be able
0: to win those big games. On defense. I mean, there's not a lot to report, but the question is who's the nickel, right? You know, um, I, I think that's going to be a big question coming out of, of, of camp. Trayvon Walker's a swing guy. I love Josh Allen. Uh, love some of the guys up front. Uh, Robertson Harris. Right. Yeah. Um, but, Trayvon Walker's got to take that next step. I've been there. I've been a high pick, you know, had a few sacks your first year. The pressure starts to mount, you know, and, he, and he's a guy who's going to be under pressure this year. Devin Lloyd in year two is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Love Devin Lloyd. Um, but I think this team has an opportunity if they win their division games. And a big one's going to be, can we sweep the Titans? Because if you can sweep the Titans, which in the past has not been easy for these guys, this team can go far. Because these are games that you're supposed to win, the Colts, the the Texans. Uh, if you finish four and two, five and one in your division, um, I think you got a chance to win easily double digit games and be a high seed in the playoffs.
5: Yeah, that's why they're one of the biggest favorites at minus one fifty five,
0: minus one fifty five to win the division. After them, it's the Titans. Uh, you know, Tim Kelly takes over for Todd Downing. He used to be the passing coordinator. Maybe more spread for them. You know, like I said, you get the ball out. Uh ball's going to have to be ball's out. ball's going to have to go out. Uh, Tannehill, it's a swan song. Levis was supposed to be the two, but Malik Willis has kind of pushed him surprisingly this preseason. He's really grown up. Uh, and Burks is a swing guy. You know, he, he had a disappointing year last year.
4: Yeah, and he was hurt. I think Hopkins can be a swing guy. If he's the nuke of old, I think he changes things. No question. No, no question. Trisenberg.
0: Their depth is not great at wide receivers, to say the least. I mean, Vrabel had the most touchdown catches before – uh, deandre hopkins showed up yeah. on that roster if you include the coaches i like think
4: i kyle phillips
0: here's a guy i really like Aconquo. the tight end this is chig Aconquo. Chig. he's he's the guy that went they went to kansas city and i remember betting the titans and this was like a uh, i was really proud of myself because i just knew this team is gonna keep it close. Like, that's what they do. They muddy things up. It'll be really interesting to see Mike Vrabel, how much he muddies things up this year, if he muddies them up at all, um, and and what that's gonna do to that offense. Let me run you through the offensive line. I- Dillard, he's on a three-year deal. He barely played in Philly. Like, they kind of, he was a castaway and they're paying him a bunch. Skronsky's the stud up front and he hadn't even played it down. Aaron Brewer used to be a guard. Brunskill is a spot starter. And then Petite Friere. Six-game gambling suspension. So they got touched by the gambling stuff, too. They need to improve in the past game defensively. You lose David Long. You had uh, Aziz Alshair from uh, from San Francisco. Uh, how good will McCreary hold up outside with uh, Murphy Bunning playing nickel? That's going to be a big one. Um, and then uh, a good defensive line, as you as you alluded to. Like the Arden Key situation might seem small, but you you, you had a swing guy like that who – who could be a third rusher, fourth rusher for you? Um, a, a guy to keep an eye on. Uh the the Colts will go there. This isn't start Richardson. What does it mean? Shane Steichen, he's an offensive coordinator I really trust. Like I just of all the crazy Spike things going on. Spike man, Spikeman, of all the crazy things going on in Indy, you got your owner fucking tweeting at will. You <laughs> killing you, you whales. You won't pay killing Who He didn't kill the whale. But uh saved it to kill saved it. Saved it to kill it. But uh, it's like Denzel Washington in one of his movies. You know, you're not saving anybody. Man on fire. She got fucking kill a bunch. You didn't do your job. <laughs> so anyway, uh, same thing with flight. Let me remind Sorry, you. Sorry, Denzel. Yeah, a great pilot. Can I do a barrel plane. roll in this thing? Yeah. So, so Steichen, he he got it done in Philly. I I, I like. I really like this guy. Like they weren't crazy about Gannon. Like fans were like, ah, get out of here, Gannon. But this guy is a loss up there. Spreads the defense out formationally, and they're just going to force coverage declarations and create space for the quarterback. I mean, that's going to be great with Anthony Richardson, young athletic guy, RPO's zone read, uh, 11 and 12 personnel, and some deep balls. And they got the big targets to throw the ball to in Pierce and in Pittman. So they got huge tight ends, Woods and and Cox, Jelani. Fucking huge guys, dude. Matt Ryan. They got huge guys all over the field. So – it's, it's, it's going to be fun. The, the answers rate.
2: to the test will be given during the, the week before the game. Yep. It's up to Anthony to make, the right read, to make the right read. This is like one of those systems that are going to be really simple, but going to look great if you just do the right thing.
0: No question. Running no question. back's question mark. It is a big question mark. <laughs> it's a big question mark. Uh, and, and the offensive line, I mean, the depth isn't great. Uh, I'd keep an eye on Bernard Raymond. He's, uh, he's a third rounder at left tackle. Uh, he, he's he's going to be going in his second year. Quentin Nelson's kind of quietly like you know human, and you know I'm not talking about that one pass rush rep that everybody said he got embarrassed on uh, because he ran the d tackle seven yards around the quarterback. But yeah, because he ran him by. He ran him by, but the, it was a nice little move. Nice move. But the point is, when you're Quentin Nelson, you got to live with that stuff because you're like because you're, you're Quentin Nelson, you're the guy. Big Q. I worry about you know where his body is and and that sort of thing. I, when I, you
2: play that style of guard. You can't yeah. play for very long at that level.
0: And then and then they got a void at corner, um, you know, the the gambling suspension of Isaiah Rogers. This is – every team's got a gamble. What are we suspension. doing out here? Kenny Moore is going to play nickel. Julius Brents, you know, he's a long rookie second rounder. He's going to have to play. Um, the D-line's got to step up. You know, like Quiddy Pay has to have a big year. Buckner and Stewart are the strengths of that defense, but you need an edge guy to step up.
2: Quiddy Pay, breakout that year?
0: He's been slowly breaking out. He's just got that I've little been explosive. Frame. Over, yeah. He's got that little explosive stance. The last team on the list in the AFC South, and you know, get get, get used to. Us. Well, don't get used to us talking about the Texans. Is what I mean to say. I mean, just enjoy it if you're a Texans fan. Enjoy it right now because we might not talk to them for a couple weeks. Yep. Although we love the Texans,
2: but we the, did the JJ stuff a couple weeks ago. So check that out.
0: Here, here's what. Here's what. Here's what I'm excited about. The fact that they're doing things in phase, the right way. Like, they care deeply about protecting their quarterback. You know, obviously, you, you pay Tunsil. All that guy does is get paid. Titus Howard gets hurt. You go get a guy in Arizona who started a bunch of games. Um, you, you bring in a veteran wide receiver and Robert Woods. Uh, you get Mechie back um you know you have a second rounder on juice scruggs juice scruggs uh tank dell who's a guy i'm really excited about really excited about and then the running back in damian pierce is a guy that's like a rookie quarterback's best friend Mm -hmm. i mean that guy's gonna i don't load the box i don't care that guy's gonna run the football so uh, you 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 add, why
2: they were worth watching last year.
0: Yeah, you add Devin Singletary to that mix, who's who's a good player, dude. Devin Singletary's been a good player in this league at different flavor. You go get him, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, bro, like the, one the, of the best Cowboys. The, last if, year. if I could give an, an award for a team in the offseason, now the jury's going to be out on Will Anderson. You know they gave up a lot for him. Obviously, the quarterback's got to play well, but
2: he was balling the other night. When
0: yeah. it comes to supporting your pieces, they are doing a good job. And you know they have a real deal football coach, and on on defense, Uh, they even brought in Shaq Mason, dude. Like their offensive line is not bad. On defense, they're gonna they're gonna run a lot of cover three. Uh, You know the question is if you look at like what what D'Amico Ryan's did in San Francisco, he was able to do the things he was able to do because of Fred Warner. You know that guy can carry a vertical. So like. There's not going to be like four verts. You know, a lot of times you run cover three, people just flood the vertical mm-hmm. seams.
2: We'll find the find the alleys.
0: Fred Warner is a is an anomaly and he allows you to do things schematically that are rule breakers. I don't know if you're going to do as much of that, but uh Stingley can help you play more man. He he kind of got overshadowed last year. Uh I'll be interested to see what they do there, uh, what he does. And then not a big blitzing team, as I talked about. So the rushers have to win. You know, keep an eye on Grenard. And they got to play
2: by their rules at the third level. Yep.
0: I love Sheldon Rankins. Uh, Will Anderson looks twitchy. And Jerry Hughes is one of my favorite vets in the league. So this is not a great team, but it's a fucking team that's moving in the right direction.
2: And there's guys on that roster who you mentioned. You mentioned Mason. Um, A lot of these guys know how to win. They've been on winning teams. So you get down there with a new coach who's won as a player um, and has won as a coach. And guys have a different demeanor about it. It's a whole different energy and temperature like you were talking about.
0: All right, so here's the deal. Uh if you want to bet the south, the Texans are plus 1100. I mean like in a division like that, you never know. Trevor Lawrence stubs his toe. Mm. It's wide open. Uh Colts plus 550. Chase Daniel has a job then. I'm a little bit worried about the Colts being being, you know, half the uh the price so to speak of the uh of the uh of the Texans or the Texans rather being half the price of the Colts here. Titans plus 300. Don't you like setting money on fire? No, I don't, I don't do
2: this. I don't okay. do
0: this. So that's the AFC. Um, we'll, we'll give you our Super Bowl picks, including the AFC champion on Wednesday at the uh, at the conclusion of our uh, NFC breakdown. Um, is there anything I missed in that? that? Divi- Who's your biggest
2: comment? surprise for the AFC this year?
0: Who? Biggest surprise. I, I think it would have to happy be. Happy surprise or sad surprise. Mm, happy surprise or sad. The Steelers. Yeah, happy. Third place Steelers at 13 and 4, whatever they're gonna be.
4: I've got a happy ending for Deshaun and the Browns, a uh divisional championship.
0: (laughs) That's good. It's good to end on one like that. (laughs) I might not even go after that. You got a surprise?
2: Oh, my surprise is
0: Kansas City gets even better. Oh, surprise, surprise.
2: Their offensive line got better.
4: 375 Mm -hmm. to miss the (laughs) playoffs.